veteran, 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 Welcome to show six of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Welcome. Uh, welcome. 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 And with me tonight, I have Chini. Oh, I'm not ready. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah, dag nabbit. Why aren't you ready? Stop. All the clocks. There you go. That's is that, is that from the IT crowd? That's from the IT crowd, season season two, episode one. Matt Berry says father after the death of his father and then continues to run to his father's coffin and knock it over and fight with the priest. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to know, really. It'd be your kind of thing, Duke, though, I reckon. Yeah, you'd well, love that, Duke. I don't Brilliant. want to know, but I should definitely check it out. I, no, I told definitely... you to check it out. The IT crowd. The, you, know, uh, uh, you tell me a lot of things. Yeah, true. <laughs> He just turns <laughs> off. He just switches off, doesn't yeah. listen. Whatever, Chinny, I'll do that thing. <laughs> I look right in at moon, whatever. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, who else got the podcast, Jim? Yeah, we've got, we've got the Duke. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service. But uh, until that day, accept this justice as a gift on my daughter's wedding day. The All God, right, Stu. The Godfather. Oh my god, he got a movie quote right. You see. You know, name the actor. Uh, Marlon Brando. What else was he in? Uh, lots of stuff. No, <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> we did loads of things. Um, doesn't matter. You could say Britney Spears has done loads of things. It doesn't was he in, was you he could in, say that in Weakest Link, could you? I don't know. Was he in Casablanca? I don't know. Was he in Casablanca? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe so, no. Was that not Marlon Brando? Who does the, I don't know. It's been a long uh, time. You know. Since you know. I met a lot of dames in a lot of towns or whatever the hell uh, it is. I'm pretty sure that's not Marlon Brando. Here we'll find out. Let's do the show and I'll tell you anyway, later. We're, we're, we talk about games, by the way. <laughs> yes. uh, occasionally we, we do this talk. every week, though. Start yeah. going into... Yeah. 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 Occasionally. Although... Every... Humphrey Bogart. It was Humphrey Bogart. Humphrey Bogart, that's him. Uh, but we've also had... We did have someone saying that bottom was better than the young ones. They're just mental. Mm. What did they know? Bloody bottom better than the young ones. Bottom goes Yeah. Better. Yeah, they know nothing. Shall I tell you who it was? Do you want to know? Do you want to know who thought bottom was better? It was <laughs> that person. Yeah, Matt, all praise to me. He said... Oh, yeah, I saw that. Bottom was better. He had no... He left that on the website. Yeah, he did. Which yeah. is what? Where, where is that website, by the way? That's veterangamers.co.uk. It's a fine site. Yeah, yeah. You should definitely go there and have a look. I do. I go there all the time. Very good. <laughs> Oh, you you're talking to, to the listeners. To the listeners, all the listeners. Yeah, okay. They don't chat back. Let's talk about games. Jesus. Yeah, sorry, games. Yeah. Actually, actually, I want to talk about a game that I didn't play this week. Well, here we go. Heavy rain already. No, no, no. There's a rule for this week. No heavy rain. No more heavy rain. If you even say it, I'm going to do that. No more heavy rain until it actually comes out. Comes out, which is only a week or so. So oh, that, that would have been, yeah. been good if it was like six months ago, Stu. But. Uh, <laughs> Anyway. No, no, he's showing his restraint, finally. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I want to talk about a game that I didn't play. Well, um, well that, that could be a lot of games, I Jim. know, well, I'm coming to it. Let me come to it. 
I decided, I decided yesterday that I would rent out Bioshock 2 to have a go because I thought, you know, it's getting good reviews. Uh, people are liking this game. I'm going to get it and, and have an actual play of it. Everybody um, I talk to is confused. I'm like, so do you like it? They go, I don't know. I can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, you maybe can enlighten me. But when I went to the, the, local, the local rental shop, uh, they didn't have any copies available on PS3 oh, or 360, so they had none available. So I didn't get to play it after all. <laughs> So I was going to, but, you know, I was going to give it some time, but I really didn't get a chance to give it any time at all. So there you go. So there you go. I was, no I was, chance to play it. Yeah, I was a little bit sad because I've heard off a few people it's okay. So what have you heard, Duke? What are you hearing? I, well, that's what I say. Like, every time I hear somebody talk about it, I'm like, yeah, what do you think? And they're like, I don't know. Like, first of all, people always start by saying, like, I can't, t- you know, I love the first one so much, and this one feels so similar, and you're moving a little slower. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I think that a lot of the sales of this game are going to be residual goodwill from the first game. Like, people love it so much that they're willing to give it another shot, you know, and hope that they strike gold again. And, I mean, granted, the reviews have been good, but I really don't know a lot about why. I guess I haven't read the reviews very carefully, so... Uh-huh. Well, apparently, I mean, I've heard of somebody or a couple of people that they like the story in this better than the first one. Well, they yeah. was obviously on crack, shit. <laughs> I'm only telling you. I'm only oh. telling you. They like the story better. They I mean, say that you... don't shoot the messenger, but I kick that motherfucker in the face. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't shoot him, <laughs> you can kick bit, him all you want. That's a bit violent, I have to yeah, say. Yeah, it is. Uh, games have had no influence on my violence. I was just violent from day one. Right, but I've, I've heard the same thing, Duke. I've heard that Bioshock 2 is... Is one of those games that where, I mean, it shouldn't exist really, <laughs> right? But is that a bad thing or a good thing? Like people can't decide. Well, it's like they they've just come out of a dark room, you know. They're like, I don't know what's going on. They 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 just can't decide. I've yet to play it. I love the first one. I don't know. I don't See, know. See, here's the thing for me. Like, I don't. The the ending of the first game felt so definite. Like Rapture was just being destroyed. And now, to go back six years later, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me that you'd go back. A prequel makes sense, and that's what I thought it was. And then, like, no. I just, I don't know. It feels like they're fiddling with something that really shouldn't have been fiddled with. Exactly. Like, the ending of it was fine, and it left it in a in a resolved state. And now they're going back, oh, wait, there's more. I don't know. I'm going to give it the benefit. I will make an effort to, to rent it out this week at some point and have a play before the next show. So I'm, uh, I'm not going to be worried about spoilers, so you go ahead and come back and spoil all you want. I will spoil it all I like. No, spoiler I won't spoil it, but, uh, but I will sort of give you my... You spoil the first two hours. How's that? Fine. 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 I'll spoil the first two hours. Okay. Um, but there is another game I haven't played this week, but there's but I'm sort of mildly still excited about, just because we have finally got a release date for a game that's been coming, like, forever. Mm. So here, here's hurt. the way Stu's brain works. He's Confirm. got this shelf... And he's got Heavy Rain on one side of the yeah, shelf. Yeah, yeah, and when he yeah. puts it back up there, he takes down another game from all the shelves. I do, shelf. I do. <laughs> all right, I'm not going to talk about this one. I can break out this one and talk exactly. about it. Exactly, which is, which is Alan Wake, which I haven't talked about before. You know what worries me, Stu, is when Alan Wake yeah, and Heavy yeah. Rain come out, yeah, what yeah. the fuck are you going to talk about? I don't know. Because you don't, don't... you don't talk about games that are actually out. <laughs> Or games that you've actually played. He'll because you don't about care singles. about those. You have a very short fuse when it comes to games. You're like, I only like things that I haven't touched yet. Or other people haven't touched. And Alan Wake, Heavy Rain, both coming out this year. Both in the first half 
of the year. What else are you going to talk about? There's nothing left. Like, you should write <laughs> Remedy and say, please don't release the game. I've got nothing to talk about now. How am I going to fill this podcast? <laughs> I, I know. Lord, Callum Wake, it's coming. It's finally coming. It's finally coming. I mean, what do you think? I mean, it's it's. Shall we give the? We should actually mention the release date, shouldn't we? Because that would. Go be ahead, do it, do it. I know people are on pins and needles. Do it. It is. It is apparently, and this is confirmed by Remedy. It yeah, will be yeah, yeah. May May the eighteenth in America, May the eighteenth, and May the twenty first for Europe, which is a Friday, obviously. Oh, that crowd's excited. Yep, they are. They are. They're, now, they're awake. They're awake. Now, Remedy recently did say. That this, or they did, I don't know what they did it or they didn't. Yeah, Microsoft, yeah. They're saying that this game is going to blur TV and video games. So we're yeah. going to have a, a game that's a TV show. Oh, they're bringing in all that high-quality television entertainment that we have <laughs> in the world. Yeah. I hope it's going to bring in 24, and it'll be like, I'm going to tar- torture this dude until he tells me where the bomb is. Like, I'll oh. never tell you. And it's like, oh, oh God. I think they should go the opposite way and make it a game show TV. And spin the wheel or whatever they do on game shows. Uh, that's what I think they should do. Yeah, you watch yeah. Crisis right every day. Yep. Da, 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 da. I'm Good game. Wake, yeah. And I don't know where happened with my wife. So do you, da, da. I mean, I was going to say, do you think this is going to be the way forward with video games and games that are, you know, like a TV show or a movie or, you know, like that other game that shall not be mentioned? But do you understand what I mean? Is that the way games are going, do you think? That, well, they get, they're very getting, they, they are getting uh, very mature. I mean, even with Bioshock 2, we don't, we don't really know what to think of it yet. But uh, even that game is, is basing is, its ideas off Bioshock 1, which is, again, one of these very atmospheric... Um, a good story, nice twist in there. Uh, you know, like the, the the place it is 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 kind of like the the whole hook of the game. And then you've got Alan Wake, and it's very mysterious. And then you have got the other game, which is very mysterious and like a film, and it's a murder mystery. They are going that way, you know. And you got Mass yeah. Effect Two, which has come out right. recently, which is not gonna... a mystery, and it's it's a it's a deep story that people get involved with, and you you get in there and you make your own decisions. I mean, there's a lot coming out now like that. Right, and I was gonna, I was gonna bring in Mass Effect because you know it ranks as the number one story ever told in the video game, I think, and for me, and it, it, I think, you know, but at the same time, you know, I would caution listeners to, don't because you know this press release thing says. Oh, it, the storyline will run as a... I mean, it's a news article, but my guess is they got a press release and they just sort of put it up on the website. The storyline will run as a driving factor throughout the game, creating an atmosphere that captivates the player in a way that many straight-out horror games do not. And that's fair enough. I mean, if that's what they're shooting for, I just wish they'd say, we're shooting for a storyline that will do it. Instead of making these predictions, it will do this, it will do that. Um, because, you know, let's not forget, like way back in, what, 1993, Myst said this story is going to make the game so engrossing. And it did, but I don't think this is a new thing. I don't think this is some amazing new development in games so much as it is an attempt of the developer to say, hey, we're doing this thing. And, and, you know, the thing is fine, but I just, I don't like the fact that they're trying to make it into this amazing blurring the line. The, The line between games and TV has been blurring for the last 20 years. Yeah, I su- yeah, I was going to say, I suppose I can see that, because obviously video games have, have become this very acceptable form of entertainment now, haven't they? Whereas in the past, they were seen as something that somebody did in the basement or bedroom and didn't really, 
you know, wasn't very mainstream, but I think, you know, it's become quite trendy, hasn't it, to be a gamer? Well, and the technology that allows a story to be told through the game has only existed in the last 10, 15 years. So I think it's only possible to actually tell a decent story now, whereas, in you know, in years past, Pac-Man, you know, the only story you can tell is they meet and then they have a kid and then that's Pac-Man Jr. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I, know, I, miss, I miss that Pac-Man. But uh, what, what I was going to say, though, is it, you used to have these old mechanics in games where, you know, like, like turn-based games and uh, Japanese role-playing games where there's lots of numbers flying around and you take it in turns and all this hot, crazy battle system. That was there because there was limitations, right? Yeah. Like, they, they couldn't make games do what they wanted, so they created something else, a different system, so it would give the illusion that this is going on. Now, and and the, they were coming off of a, a method of playing games in paper and pencil yeah, and dice games. Yeah, you know, just doing it a certain way. Like yeah. at D&D, you couldn't... I mean, how can you simulate fighting um, on paper? You can't, really, right. so you throw some dice. And, and it's only game, recently they've thought about it in a different way of how to yeah. represent that on a video game. So, yeah. Yeah, so games borrowed that um, kind of mechanic, but now mm-hmm. games don't have that restriction anymore. Games can pretty much do... Whatever they want, you know, you can have a full combat. You can have, you can go in vehicles. I remember freaking out when I saw Halo because you could shoot, drive a car, and then fly a banshee all in the same game and all in the same level, all in the same minute if you wanted to. And I was like, that is crazy. That's mental, all right? But now, like, you can do, you can pretty much, you can developers can build an engine to do anything. Uh, you can you can do air combat to gun combat, storytelling, dialogue options in all in one game. Um, you and know, games like Little Big Planet show you can play with the fabric of reality itself, which is cool. Yeah, and I think because now we we have less and less limitations, we we can start to just kind of just tell the story that people want to tell. Uh, it's a lot easier to tell a story now than it was uh, twenty years ago. You know. Yeah, I sort of agree now, but I also think that it's still a little bit in it, in its infancy because, you know, if you, even if you take a game like Modern Warfare 2, you know, the main mechanic of that game is shooting. Mm-hmm. And, and that really. is it. That's all it does. You know, that yeah. is all. You're just going from one shooting scene to another. So even sort of the biggest selling game of last year was really quite limited in the way you played it. You know, it was sort of very limited. And I yes. think it's obviously games like Alan Wake and the other game that shall not be mentioned, you know, and Mass Effect uh, too. That's that is pushing that the boundaries a little bit and making you, it a more engrossing experience. You're always going to get the, 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 the Call of Duties. I mean, you're always going to get that. I mean, Call of Duty Four uh, did it in a very uh, kind of mature way. Did it? It did something new that we hadn't seen before. You know, he died in a nuclear blast. Spoilers, get over it. And you, you know, you, it did things with the first-person shooter that you never really saw before. He did it with so much polish, and it, it just felt cool. Uh, and it, it was a decent story. Modern Warfare 2 is a little bit more, like, uh, explicit, a little bit more Michael Bay-ish. Uh, but you, you get that in, in movies, right? You get, like, a film where you switch off your brain, and I'm just going to sit through this film and enjoy yeah. it like Transformers. Or you're going to get something like Moon, uh, right, where you watch Moon and you get involved yeah. and it's... Messages oh, yeah. with your head, so and there's a lot get of those deep stuff in it and explores yeah, philosophical you, concepts. You gotta, you gotta, you're gonna get that with games. You're gonna get the the, the crazy like in-depth games like Portal. He's one of my favourite stories told in a game, and uh, you're gonna get Mass Effect where you have to kind of uh, again Mass Effect is a bit of a weird example because on the on the surface, like, well, like for gamers, it looks like a really deep, like intense story. But that part of that is personal experience. You 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 
could like you, you recruit these new members and then you know you get involved with them you you start to like kind of bond with them and stuff but the story itself is just kind of like a sci- a standard sci-fi uh like you know Battlestar Galactica but that's not diminishing the the game at all i don't think but, but it, it's just the way it's told in mass effect i don't think if that was put onto film if that was on on the uh, on the tv it wouldn't be this epic it wouldn't be the same thing so games have a, a unique uh, feeling there. But I, I just think that uh, games are awesome. <laughs> I don't well, there's something else I was thinking about in terms of the limitations of storytelling in game is that I don't notice this on, um, especially with Dead Space. So there's a certain time expectation, right? We, 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 we expect this game's going to last about eight hours, right? And yeah. there's a certain number of chapters that we expect too. So when I go in Dead Space to go onto this one part of the ship and then it seems like I'm starting the engines up, I know that's not the end of it. You know what I mean? Like, I know there's going to be something else that comes up. So I think one of the biggest challenges for game developers in terms of story is leading you in a believable way through the different stages of the story, especially when you're pretty sure, like in Dead Space, that there's going to be one thing breaking after another, and you got to go to some part of the ship, and then you got to do something else. And I felt this way about Bioshock. It felt very episodic. There's a chunk here. There's a chunk here, there's a chunk here, and then it eventually it'll culminate in some, you know, big battle. And I think that's a limitation, because I think that means that the player is going to expect, you know, a certain number of chunks until you get to the big battle, and then that's it, you know? To a certain extent, that's, that, the same can be said of, of Mass Effect 2, really, because yeah. each sort of mission is like a mini sort of level of a game, you know? And I, I have sort of really noticed that, because I think for me... I would, you know, if you take something like Half-Life 2, for instance, or, or Modern Warfare or Modern Warfare 2, where there aren't any actual cutscenes, so you're never really taken out of the actual game. You know, in Half-Life 2, even the cutscenes are interactive, so you're sort of walking around while the story's unfolding. You know, and I think that's, that's the sort of thing I much prefer. So you, you never really see... You know, you do see loading screens in Half-Life 2, but they, they tried to keep that to a minimum, and obviously that was a constraint right. when that game was made, that they couldn't do it without right. so a few loading and, and as a result, you're less aware of moving from chunk to chunk. Yeah. But when you look back on it, you can certainly think, you know, okay, Half-Life 2, there's Raven's Home or whatever it's called. Yeah. There's the part with the bridge where you're walking on the tightrope over the big ocean or whatever, you know. Like, it's still split into those chunks, and, 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 and I think it's tough for a story to be told skillfully when the player has this knowledge of like, okay, this is a chunk that I'm going to deal with, and then there's going to be another chunk later on, and I don't I'll know. You, I'll tell you what, a game that does do a fantastic job of, like, you don't know, like, what's going to come next is what I'm playing at the moment is Assassin's Creed 2, right? Uh, uh, like, you, you really don't know what it's going to throw at you. Like, you, you, I mean, it's so varied now, um, and there's there's so many different things going on, and then you think you're going to do one thing, and then you do another, and it keeps throwing new things, and then it takes you out of the whole thing, and then you do this other thing. I mean, I can't say too much without spoiling it. But no, I know what you mean, though. You know, like, it takes you out of this, and then it, then it puts a little twist in there, and you, you're kind of dreaming, and then you, you're not, and it's like, it's really strange how they do it. And uh, to be honest, I mean, I played, I played a bit today, and it was like a, a very kind of weird part, and it, it really is like throwing things... I mean, I know... A little bit about Assassin's Creed already, right? So I know like certain plot points, um, but it's still shocking me. It's still like, like really, what, what am I going to do next? Like, what's next? Yeah. This is, I know I'm going to head to the city, but heading to that city, I have to do a number of things, and I didn't expect yeah. that. So I and think Assassin's think... Creed Two does a great job of doing what you're saying games do. 
Uh, right, right. Not, not doing what you say in games do. Right, and I, and I think, to, you know, not to harp on about it, but I think Portal does a really good job of presenting one thing as if it's going to be just this series of chunks, you know, and it would make sense for it to be just that series of chunks. But then, you know, yeah, two-thirds along the way, you're the, the, the cover is just peeled back and you're suddenly in this different, you know, sort of meta structure of the thing itself. And the best thing about Paul, right, is like when... You, you like, you know, uh, she tries to kill you, GLaDOS tries to kill you, and you think, yeah. okay, well, so what now? And mm-hmm. someone might die at that point, and then think, well, that's obviously not what I've got to do. Yeah, yeah. And when, when, when you, do, you do go behind the scenes of the whole uh, test, you're mm. really kind of taken back. You're like, well, yeah, am yeah. I going to see people? Am I, I'm like, pe- right, are, right. are people going to come and get me? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, sure. And that, that's like... A very unique feeling. It just struck me that it would be very interesting if, if they had done it differently. They had made it so that it was like, can you get through this series of tests in a certain speed? And then if you if you do find, you know, it makes it seem like it's just this series of trials. And then if you if you do find like a secret trap or something at some point, then you can find this whole other part of the world. I don't know, whatever. Go ahead, Stu. Yeah, I was going to say one of the things, Aaron, and it was pretty much what you were just saying, Chini. I, I really remember... Uh, playing Portal, and when you do get to that bit towards the end of the game, is you know looking through the the, the sort of frosty glass into the offices to see if I could yeah. see anybody. You know, yeah, yeah in your way, you were looking for sort of silhouettes of people behind desks or something, weren't you? Yeah. And they said that in one of the development things, it was like when we designed the environments around these rooms, they wanted it to feel like there have been very recently there have been people there watching what's going on in the rooms. Yeah, it is an impre- I mean, that is an impressive achievement. I think I think Portal's one of my favourite stories ever. It's it's so it's just a small snippet of a, a story. It's so unique, and in some ways, like Bioshock Two, I don't want them to make a sequel to it. Yeah, you know, I want them just to keep Portal Portal and mm-hmm. never taint my view of it. But I think I mean, it's also I'm sure they do a good job of a sequel when they do one. But it's a shame that we live. In a, it, well, we play this this game industry, and they they demand some like sequels all the time. Because right. again, Bioshock Two, I really wish they didn't make it, even though it, it seems to be all right. Like I I I don't want to visit Rapture like, again. You know, like, it's right. just such a unique feeling. Um, yeah, I mean, I was gonna say one of the other games that I think could have benefited from a more fluid transition from scene to scene would have definitely been Left for Dead, the original one, because. Those four episodes felt really disjointed to each other, like they weren't really connected at all. And yeah. I think it would have been a better, you know, had you not had the sort of as though they were little individual movies that there was some because that's why you didn't really feel any progression in that game because it just went from one to another, didn't it? And it, there was no real cohesion or why are you sort of suddenly in this environment from the last one. Strange but for me, that, I didn't uh, uh, care about say, that story in there. It's, it's strange how that, like, we're picking two Valve games and they're completely yeah, right. opposite. But they, they said that uh, in the, one of the commentaries in the game, they said the reason why they, they didn't link the whole campaign is because they felt that testers were playing the game and when they, they felt it was all one story, they wasn't getting any progression because... You would go this far, get saved, and then you'd be back in another environment and mm-hmm. get this far, and then get saved. It's not like an artificial yeah, cycle. Yeah, it's just like it's just because it's it's pretty much. I mean, each campaign in Left 4 Dead hits the same tricks. You get an environment where you go through, and then something where you have to wait, and then yeah. a big 
set piece and then uh, a big showdown and a vehicle and then you go and you so that four times it doesn't feel like a, a kind of just like a linear half-life two path you know it, it feels mm. very structured and stuff so and i didn't mind that like i actually i didn't, no, I didn't you know a lot of times i'm irritated if there's a bad story a mediocre story but in that case i didn't care at all because the for me it was all about the gameplay it was all about yeah. the co-op and when Did a you... game does one thing like that very very well i'm not so worried about the fact that the story is not Did that you... great. Did you hear about the Left 4 Dead 1? He's going to get some DLC. Did you hear about that? Really? Yeah. Did you hear about okay. that, Stu? Uh, I've heard about the passing, but is this something else? No, after the passing, uh, there's going to be some more DLC for Left 4 Dead 1, uh, which oh, I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, it's it's coming for some reason. Very strange. That is strange. Uh, because I was thinking of getting rid of Left 4 Dead 1. I've still got one. Yeah, well, they got they got backed into a corner, didn't they? Because they said they would carry on supporting it. it <laughs> the whole thing should have been left for dead one. So it, it should have been. It should yep. have been. Um, yeah, I mean, just yeah, just on the thing. Yeah, the passing. I mean, we should quickly mention that for anyone who doesn't know. That's that's not so far off now, is it? No, the passing is. Uh, it's. You, you kind of meet the characters of Left 4 Dead 1 in Left 4 Dead 2. Whether they'll be playable... They're not, they, apparently. They've, they've, they've denied it. Yeah, but they've like, said they're not going to be. You never know, you never know. I mean, like, Valve are not one to kind of say, no, they're not, and then they say, yes, they are. They don't, I don't think they lie to people like that. But you, you don't know what tricks they got up their sleeve. It's an interesting idea, but for some reason that they're releasing... Another one for Left 4 Dead 1. Yeah, that seems very odd. I mean, I've, I mean, uh, apart from Assassin's Creed 2, which obviously I'm assuming that you disagree with Murphy and Big Bad Daddy then in that case on their views on well, the Well, you should listen to the Overseas Connection on the Couch Mercenaries this week where I'll be discussing Assassin's Creed 2 in mm. more depth. I will listen to that because I'll be interested to see uh, what they think of your views. That's interesting. Teaser. Teaser. Uh, what, what else have you been playing then? Anything else, uh, Ginny? I have been playing uh, God of War 1. Uh, the God Fine. of War, co- yeah, uh, the God of War collection that Duke sent me from, uh, uh, you know, the best country in the world. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they say. Uh, and uh, yeah, the God of War collection. It's it's yeah, it's showing its age a little bit. You know, it's it's God of War one, and you, I, 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 you have to understand that God of War one started the whole um, genre. Really, it started the whole action game. The whole quick time events, and it, it's still got it. You know what I mean? You know when you like you, you think it's still good, like it's still it's still got that like kind of edge on it. Everything else that's similar to it, um, but there are problems with it. You know the the, the the cameras and stuff. I mean, some of the cameras are really cool because you you cross a bridge and the the camera will kind of like pan down and you see this whole set piece and it really like uh, feels epic. You know, and the, the whole game just feels epic. And one thing I didn't expect about God of War is I actually really like the story. I don't really like Greek mythology or anything. I, I think it's a bit silly, but the story is fantastic. And I think the 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 some of the cutscenes are amazing. Like the the not the in-game cutscenes that are terrible because they haven't touched those up for some reason. They touch up the game, they don't touch in the the, the in-game cutscenes. But the the you know those were on a different hard drive and they couldn't bring them in. Like oh, the, now do you know do you know I think they probably did that just to show you how much better the game was. It is kind of funny when you go, yeah. it's really like yeah. bad. And it, yeah. they, you're so happy when it starts off again. You know, thank God. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's still a great game and I, I've finished it all. I, I did it all. I did all the sex stuff, and uh, that's funny. And uh, yeah, did the whole game. I mean, it looked the last boss is a bit of a bastard. Uh, there's one bit where you have to defend your wife and kids. Uh, that's a that's a that's not easy at all. And, and when I 
when I did it, the, the actual go I did it, that was going to be my last go. You know when you say, bro, one more go, yeah. I'm never going to play yeah. this ever again. That was it. And uh, I did it just about. I, I managed it. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great game. I loved it. And I, I, I'm going to give myself a break for God of War 2. And then when I've done that, God of War 3 will be out. So. Yeah, it won't be long now, will it? Jeez. Oh. How fast is time moving along? What about you, Duke? What have you been up to? I've been playing Dragon Age. That's all I did last weekend. I just played Dragon Age. But I haven't finished it yet. I'm so close. Oh. I was. It was like Sunday night. It was like 10 o'clock at night. And, I, you know, my wife and I usually watch some, you know, Simpsons episode or something on DVD in order to wind down at the end of the day. And I was just like, wait a minute. I just got one more battle. She said, you said that half an hour ago. I was like, no, really? This is the last one. And you know how it is with Bioware games. It just seems like there's. it's going to be the last battle. And then it seems like the next one's going to be the last battle. And then it's like, we're about to fight the main boss. But first, we have to go raid this stair- storehouse and all this. So I just kept going and going and going. And so finally, I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. You know what? I'll do this tomorrow, whatever. I'm gonna that's take funny, because that, that's how I felt about God of War. So I wanted to finish yeah. it to play Assassin's right. Creed 2. And have you finished so, God of War, Duke? Have you finished it? Yeah. yeah and it, 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 it is like that. Yeah, it's very it's similar. It's like a similar thing. Go on. Carry on about okay. Dragon Age. So, but here's the, there's two things about Dragon Age that broke my heart. Number one, actually not broke my heart, but one of the, two of them were, they, okay. First of all, they both involve Morrigan. Uh, spoilers, if people are looking to not get spoilers about Dragon Age, fast forward ahead maybe three or five minutes. Um, so I've spent a long time getting to know Morrigan, right? Like, you know, my character has been yeah, getting chick. to know her character. Yes. She's the magic user. Yes. Sexy uh, Yeah, anyway. Right. So, but she's a real cynical, nasty, funny person. Like, I really – she's she's funny to be around. So right. I was like, whatever. And I was like, I'm going to crack this shell of her, you know, hard <laughs> exterior. And so, like, I gave her gifts all the time, and I'm like, you know, hey, let's hook – and finally, you know, after a while, we did hook up. So – but and then and but then she was like, "Look, I want you to understand. There's nothing emotional between us. This is just a you oh, know convenient so thing. It's it just dirty, nasty sex." Well, sort of. But she's like, you know, but but you can tell that there's more behind her. You know, right. there there is actually some emotion there. You know, she just doesn't want to admit it, and she's very right. much about getting power and all that. And she's like, I, right. "There is no connection between us. If you wish to go and find other people to you know lie with, that's fine with me and all that." But then she gives you this ring, and she's like, uh, "This may help us to locate you if you ever get lost or something." I don't know. Yeah. But actually, it does end up helping you that way. Whatever. Um, at one, so at, here, okay, we're 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 getting toward the end of the game now, and she, we're we're exploring this haunted orphanage, and there's like kids screaming in the other rooms that you can't get to, and all this weird ghost blood all over the floor and everything. And I actually, I go to open a door, and I accidentally, you know, am facing her. So I press the A button. It it assumes I want to talk to her. And then suddenly he launches into this cutscene where she's like, I need to know where we stand with each other in terms of our relationship. <laughs> like, we're in the middle of a haunted orphanage. And I assume that it was supposed to happen when we're, you know, in camp or something. But suddenly we're in the – and suddenly I'm like, you know, my options are like, well, uh, you know, what do you want to talk about? Or are you not happy about something? You know, all this stuff. And the, the <laughs> option that I would expect to be there, like, we're in a goddamn haunted orphanage. What are you talking about? This can wait. That wasn't there. Uh... But here's the thing that was really crazy, and you guys don't mind if I give you a spoiler, right? I don't care. Okay, so we're we're about to go face the arch demon. Like this is basically like Saren, you know, in uh, in, in right. Mass Effect. You know that same basic idea. Like this is it. This is this the is you know it's the night before the big we we I've gathered this army of people and we're taking them to go fight the demons, right? right. So we're about to go fight this huge dragon beast. And it turns out that when we kill the dragon beast, it's going to kill one of us. That's one of the things about being a dark warden. Spoilers. Right. Um. She comes to me and she goes, I'll tell you what, I know of a way that we cannot do this, 
Not you don't have to die. None of the other dark gray wardens have to die. In, instead, you and I have a we have we lie down together tonight, and and I have a I'll get pregnant, and then the the beast spirit will go out of the demon, and it will yeah. go into my unborn child, and then right. later I'll have a, a a demon baby. Yeah. How do you feel about that? And I was like, what are you talking about? Absolutely not. That's ridiculous. No. And the, part of the deal was, you know, you'll never see me again. I'm just going to go raise this demon beast baby by myself. And I was like, okay, no, that's wrong on so many levels. Absolutely not. And she said, okay, that's it. I'm gone then. And she vanished. She, <laughs> she turned into a wolf and ran away, and that was it. And I was like, what the hell? I had spent the whole game. I've spent 50 hours being like, here's gifts. And let's talk about you. And I'm curious. About and she's like, if you, and it turns out this was the only reason she was there. She just wanted to have this wow. demon. Wow, she was with using her. yeah, yeah, totally yeah. Wow, like cheap kazoo. Wow. And then, and so can goes, I can I ask? Did you have to have a few showers after you'd finished playing? Because <laughs> you felt I dirty. Was so, I was so frustrated. <laughs> and I was like, oh come on! And it was funny because I was doing this on Sunday. So I went into school today, and the journal topic today was write about love and romance. And I started out by saying, I got to tell you people, this person that I spent a long time with and tried to <laughs> woo with this, she left me on Valentine's Day, man. And they were oh. like, oh my god, I'm so sorry to hear that. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, well, we were about to tag the arch demon beast, and and then I've had to pause the game. You're talking about a video game. That'll teach you to have sympathy for people. So anyway, um, you see, now, now can I just say? Can I just say yeah. the other week when I I was sort of explaining to you that it wasn't a real person? Yeah, I know. Uh, I know you I know. see, you see, you just enforcing what well, no, I thought. No, I mean that's yeah. the thing. Well, no, but I mean that's the thing about yeah, like emotional investment. Like I think Bioware, and it's true about Mass Effect. Like I felt this way when Rex was on the line. You know, I was like, oh uh-huh. no, I don't want to lose Rex. I like Rex, you know. And it was for the same reason because like Rex is like, you know, there's one scene where you're about to start a fight and 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 and, and everything's very tense. And and Shepard says, look, we don't want to start a fight here, okay? And Rex just goes. Why not? It seems like a great time to start a fight. <laughs> I love that kind of snarky, cynical attitude about it. But here's the real thing that pissed me off about Morgan. One of the things that pissed me off. I had built my entire combat strategy around her. She was always in my party whenever I went anywhere. I always had her there casting fireballs and lightning bolts and slow spells and death bombs. She leaves. I have no one to back me up now. I have some idiot woman who's left the church because she had a vision. She's got a bow and arrow, does nothing. There's a healer woman who's sort of good. And then there's this other idiot whiny, supposed to be king, but doesn't want to be king, dude. Like, eh, I'll sort of back you up, I guess. They're a bunch of idiots. I want more I can back. I get the impression you're not a happy chappy. I'm not, but and then I have oh. a student who gave me a spoiler. He's like, well, maybe you'll see her again. And I'm like, you're giving me a spoiler. And I knew that was probably going to happen anyway, but we'll see. Um, see. Okay, so anyway, so hopefully, final. Hopefully next week you won't be quite as upset. Cause oh. you're next week I'm going to be like, I finished the freaking your, game. With I'm your virtual girlfriend. Game. Oh, my God. I know, and I even went after Last spoiler, I promise. I even went after her freaking mother, Flemeth, and she turned into a dragon, and I killed her. I was like, what? Uh, I hate that. Yeah, it's terrible so anyway, that happens. My, my mother-in-law is a bit of a dragon, though, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so the other game I've been playing is very similar, uh, Flower. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it very similar. So which side, the, side the, characters and... which side of the fence are you on, then? <laughs> uh, I think I'm on the side with uh, Chinny's lady friend. What did she say? It was, no, it's all right. That's sort of yeah. That's the feeling I and my wife both have. Is that it's you know it looks beautiful. It's gorgeous. For those who don't know, there was a, a special on Valentine's Day one day only five bucks. Oh, I was pissed off about that. Yeah, yeah two pound eighty nine. It was it. Oh, two pound eighty. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah. So anyway, 
Um, I you know I think it was worth ten bucks. I mean, you know, in terms of the aesthetics and you know the way it's structured, I think they did a really good job in making it. I don't know. You know, first of all, it's 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 all about it's Flowers all about dreaming. <laughs> Which means that when you start playing it, it's like, what the hell is that? What am I supposed to do? And there's just this cute little icon that's like, it looks like it's saying, move the controller back and forth. So my wife is sitting there moving it back and forth, back and forth, what's going on? And it's only moving very slowly, you know, and it's like, oh, wait, what you're supposed to be doing is just moving it down a little bit in order to get to that first flower, and then you can go and do this and that. And It's just, I think they should make it a little clear, a little more clear about what it is you're supposed to be doing with the controller. And I'm not a fan of the six axes. I'm sorry, but that's no. just not how I like to control a game. And they should have an option to make it. You're gonna do I would have preferred the whole game with the, the thumbsticks. There's yeah, no reason but, they could provide that option, at least. Do you know what? Once you get used to it, it isn't... What I did, I, I actually did most of it one-handed and sort of swooped my arm around, and it, was, it sort of more was... or less replicated what you were doing with your arm. Yeah, I was doing that, too, and, and that does... I mean, yeah, it is about getting used to it, but... <laughs> I don't know. I still feel kind it's of the like best. An idiot. It's the best implementation of six axes in any game. Yeah, on the that's field. not hard to achieve. No, it isn't. Hey, what else? It is isn't. The... But it, it, so does, it does work. Quite you'll be well. you'll be thing... eating those words soon when uh, that game comes out, Stu. Yeah? That's right. Uh, you, maybe, maybe. You, oh, now it's the best implementation. But maybe. here's the other thing. last thing I'll say about the games I've been playing it was involving flower. My wife thought it was really funny when. You, you, you touch, like, every flower in the meadow, and then it's sort of a burst of green grass reaches out over the whole meadow. She was she thought it was the funniest thing in the world because she imagined it was, like, flowers exploding and, like, the rocks that move slightly when they get hit with the burst of green grass. She thought they were, like, bad guys getting – or, you know, she didn't think, like, oh, that's what it is. But, you know, she was imagining that it was this f- battle against the rocks. So she, every time it happened, she would stand up and she'd go, yeah, take that, motherfucker! <laughs> Well, there you go. Oh, Whichever way you do it. imagining of the plot behind Flower. There's art for you. Yep. <laughs> to interpretation. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, I still love that game, but there you go, that's just... Yeah, you enjoy that pretentious claptrap. It wasn't pretentious, because it was whatever you made. It's whatever on, you made of it. They didn't say anything, it's what you made. Exactly, of it. because they they're pretentious. <laughs> yeah, no. right. What's more pretentious yeah. than a silent film in 2010? Yeah, whatever. Uh, anyway, right. um, I have actually been playing some games, even though they haven't been console games, because I've been away. Oh, you already talked about what you played. Oh, wait, that was what you uh, haven't been playing. What I hadn't played. No, I, have, I haven't been playing. I have played a <laughs> lot more of uh, Zelda Spirit Tracks, I have to say. Yeah, yeah I'm quite enjoying it. Yeah. I've, really got this I've heard like, it's not the best one. Like Phantom Hourglass is actually better there. Yeah, but because, I, won't, uh, no, I have no idea. So, yeah, I think you, after that, I mean, carry on playing it. Definitely carry on playing. It, but I think after that, you should try Phantom Hourglass because that's more. They they they've done like the boat thing before with Wind Waker, um, but they've never done trains before. And I heard the train thing just doesn't work as well as the boat. So maybe you should try. It sometimes Hourglass. feels a bit laborious getting from one place to another, and you feel like you know, and and like if you take passengers, right, you've got to follow all the signs on the rail track. So oh, if you tell you to slow down, you have to slow, otherwise you get unhappy, and then you have to do it all again, which is a bit of a pain. So you, yeah. There's none of that, there's none of that, there's none of that, and you just yeah. get a boat and you just go, you, you know. You can't so. go too fast, and you have to fight all the enemies, and the enemies win, and you sort of lose a passenger, and you have to Ooh, go no. back and get them, and no, they no, no, no. at you. Uh, but there's a bit of cool, I'm in the ocean, ocean world now, and you actually can drive the train under the ocean, which is pretty Ooh. cool. Yeah, it's cool. No, that is cool. I like that. Yeah. And, and get like a cannon upgrade, 
which right. sort of you can shoot enemies on the tracks. Well, yeah. when you go underwater, it becomes like a torpedo thing. So, yes. You get one of those on your boat as well. Yeah, that's cool. You get a fishing rod as well, like a big crane thing on your boat. Yeah, you see, but yeah, all... definitely, <laughs> definitely play, uh, definitely play Phantom Hourglass after that and see which one you think. I'll be interested to know which one you think's better. Yeah, no, I'll definitely do that. And the other, the other game I've been playing, I played quite a bit of for some reason. I don't know really why, uh, but it was an iPhone game called The Heroes of Sparta. Heroes of Sparta. Uh, is that the one I played on your? I... Pod touch thing. Remember? Oh, was that the train station? Yes, it was. Yeah, you showed me at the train station. That's right. Yeah, this is Sparta! And, and I bought it ages ago, and then sort of I, I was at a bit of a loose end, and I thought, oh, I'll play that for a bit. And I actually really enjoyed it. You know, it is not it is not a bad God of War knockoff on the iPhone. You know, and it works pretty well. You know, and it's got the same sort of uh, quick time sort of finishing moves for every big sort of bigger boss or bigger... Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. It wasn't bad at all. Okay. 300 people you had to kill? Yeah, it's a bit like that. You you have a lot of people to kill. Um, Anyway, let's sort of, I think it's time for a quick break. We'll do uh, Quamrian's Indie Pick for this week. And then after we come back, we'll talk a little bit about that. And then we've got some stuff for the middle of the show. So uh, let's do that. There's stuff coming up. There is stuff. There is stuff coming up. And we might might have a... uh, a special guest of Peter Molyneux to describe his new game for us. Yeah, my yeah. do. Yeah. He might put in an appearance, you never know. I don't you know if we can be bothered to have him on, to be honest. Well, He's a we'll big see. guy, he's a big important dude, he's got yeah, a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he should come on and describe his innovations of his new game to us, that's what I think. Um, so yeah, let's have uh, the indie pick, and then we'll come back after that. Alright. review. This is Michael Quigley, also known as Quanrian on Xbox Live. This week, I will be looking at the odd game, Shooting Chicken Revenge. Shooting Chicken Revenge is basically uh, what you would get if you took a zombie survival shooter and replaced them with rubber chickens and confined the player to... Not always a fishing control scheme, but at least remotely challenging and mostly rewarding control scheme. And it's it's very odd and hard to describe without playing because I don't think I've ever played a game where chickens bounce at me or they look like rubber chickens because they, they look absolutely like rubber chickens to me. And I guess the premise of this game, which is designed by Kohai, is that you're making these chickens into yakitori. Now, I don't know what Yakitori is, but I assume it involves killing the chickens in some form or manner that has caused them to rebel. And so now you've got literally hundreds of chickens trying to kill you, while for some manner or another, you decide to get a shotgun out and start blowing their heads off and killing them. So yeah, that's that's basically the premise of the game, and it's a very odd, funny game with an unbelievable amount of polish on it. For such an oddball game that just sound, the graphics, everything is is, is pretty uh, up there. The chicken screaming may get a little annoying after a while, but um, I thought the music was actually quite good. It's kind of this weird Japanese metal. But yeah, and it's, it's got some extra perks to it. As you're playing along, you get this money while you're doing these challenges, and you can go back out and you can buy weapons that you'll start with and ammunition for these weapons. So you don't have to start off with your basic shotgun anymore. You can upgrade your stamina and health farm. One of the interesting things about this game is you actually have two bars, but they're going in two different directions. So you got stamina, 
depleting from left to right, and then you've got your health depleting from right to left. And so when these bars meet at any point, you're dead. So if you lose a lot of stamina, but not a lot of health, your game is still going to end. So there's, st there's this sort of time limit on your health regardless, and you raise your health back up by eating these chickens, but they don't seem to drop these little pieces of chicken, at least not often enough, because I, I only ever saw them as, as, as static drops and then never again, and that's the only way to get your stamina back up again. So you're basically just trying to survive and not get hit as much as possible, because your stamina is going to go down pretty much regardless while your your health is going to go down based upon how much you're getting hit by these crazy bouncing psychotic chickens that you're trying to blow the heads off of if you're not going to buy this game you're not going to buy it and there's just no way around it if blowing the heads off of rubber chickens is not your idea of fun because that they don't really look like chickens to me if they were chickens they were you know bounce around like normal chickens or, or scamper about and they literally they have no animations they just kind of ricochet around like very oddly and throw themselves at you like missiles or slide on the floor and there's a lot of weird off off cue humor in this game which may be an appeal to some people and i kind of found it kind of humorous to play the game because of the way the chickens are so i don't know if that's why they look like rubber chickens so yeah it's just a very unusual game that i, I hope you guys at least check out and and see what you think and, and you might enjoy it. it it is a bit much but uh which i don't know if anybody's gonna agree with me on this but i think the graphics are extremely well done the music is fantastic sound effects like i said will get annoying there is a lot to this game it like i said it's not something you're gonna blow through um but it is gonna run 240 points so you know this this may be a bit too much for some people and for other people they might be like well you know what he did put a lot of work into it this is actually worth those 240 points so it's kind of a toss-up. I'm not really sure. I'm, I'm kind of neutral on this one. I'm not really going to suggest anybody go out and buy this offhand. I'm, I'm going to suggest people check it out because games like this just don't come along every day. Okay, yes, we get shooters every day. We get zombie shooters almost every day. I know because I check the indie game service all the time. But we don't get rubber chickens flying across the screens like missiles and sliding across the floor and some Japanese girl with a shotgun trying to blow their heads off. So it's it's definitely got its own little quirks and it's, it's been polished up nicely so definitely check it out and you never know you might like it you might get a kick out of it it might be a nice distraction for some time here and there so there you go i mean first of all i'd like to say i've actually uh looked up yakitori just to see what it is just to see what it is and apparently yakitori is grilled chicken Right. On a skewer. So there you go. And you get a special dipping sauce to go with it. Okay. So there you go. That's what yakitori is. Well, there you go. There's, there's some knowledge, cultural exchange, people. Dropping knowledge right here on the podcast. That's right. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about the game. Yeah. Okay, the game. Okay. Um, who shall we start with first? Duke. Uh, we'll have Duke's opinion. Okay, I'm actually going to defer to the, the good representative of mine from... Uh, Bill Hicks, uh, circa 1994. Uh, he's actually talking about something else. But I think the, the insight that he applies here is good. And, Quanrin, you know I love you, dude. I, Doodles Bug was awesome. Beat Hazard's a great game. But uh, when it comes to this chicken thing... Quick capsule review. Piece of shit. <laughs> I'm very sorry, but that's really all I can say. I mean, I tried playing this for, like, 
I played it until it told me I couldn't play it anymore or I had to pay. And the whole thing that I achieved was freaking 700 million chickens jumping up at me going, <laughs> bah, bah, bah. and my dog was all confused. Like, what the hell is that noise? Bah, 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 bah. And I'm shooting them with a shotgun. And then I get a Mac 10, which has a little better firepower, but it runs out of ammo after like 30 seconds. And I know we've all agreed that I'm bad when it comes to using ammo effectively, but this is ridiculous. And then the chick, back, back, back. And there's 700 on the screen at once. And there's nothing you can do except you die. So there may be a lot of depth in this game, but I'll never know because I never got past round one of back, back, back. And I had no idea. I couldn't even tell what I was supposed to do to get beyond dying 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 all the time yeah i must admit i'm sort of much of the same mind i just kept getting a d failure yeah right exactly me too <laughs> yeah it was it was a tough silly sort of japanese where the hell did these japanese developers come up with these ideas from it's called drugs Stuart. <laughs> because we had death by cube which was just the weirdest shooter ever you know, and then they come up with this, which is just like... I mean, and to be fair, graphically, it doesn't look half bad, but... Yeah, scra- and the menus are very slick. Yeah. And, you know, it felt yeah. like a Devil May Cry menu or something, and that's It's fine, a slick but... game, but God yeah, love it. I mean, and the, the, but the playing mechanics, the game can be as slick as you want. If the game turns out when you play it, uh, you know, to be kind of a... Then there's only so much you can really do. You know, I really, I really sort of think that the person who would enjoy this game is somebody who would think it was enjoyable to eat crushed glass. Well, you man. know, some sort of masochist. I don't know. I mean, what did, what did you think, Chinny? Oh, when I started the game, I said these words. What the fuck is this about? <laughs> right, because the game does nothing. Right, I'm some chick in a kitchen, in a 2D kitchen, shooting <laughs> rubber chickens. I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Right. Even, I mean, with those flashy graphics, because the graphics are very good, I will give them that, and the art is, you know, manga, but it's still I very think you nice. I it's polished. It's, it's, yeah, it is. It's very nice to look at, right? Not the girl that's a bit weird, right? But the, the, the art itself is, is very nice, and it's well done. But a flashy cutscene, maybe? A little comic-style cutscene like they're doing Infamous? That would have been nice. Just to explain, I don't care how silly the plot is. That's kind of unique. I quite like the fact that they're crazy rubber chickens. That could have been fun. Right, but the fact that they just go right, you're in a kitchen, you've got a shotgun, you're you're a little girl, shoot some chickens, go. Right, what? what, what, what why? <laughs> why is that so confusing? That's the plot of like every book I have ever read, man. Yeah, all right. Basically, yeah. that's the same plot as Romeo and Juliet. I mean, come on, let's be honest. And this whole thing with with what Quamrian was saying about the health and the stamina bar, I had no idea about that because <laughs> I saw I my am, health bar going down all the time. I, I am the MTV generation. I feel I feel neither highs or lows. Right, oh, yeah, so what's I. It like? I, I, it's alright. I, I, I don't read, you know, because I am the MTV. I don't want to read. I want to learn things. I don't want to play a game and read stuff. This isn't bloody Lost Odyssey. So <laughs> I just, I just want to play and just, just spell it out for me. You have to shoot chickens because they're zombie chickens or whatever. Alright, and then I'll do it. But don't just drop me there and expect me to read everything in the menus. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not clever. I'm not well read. Right, so I have to. Uh, and another thing, right? What is it with Japan and, and can't move and shoot? You know, Resident Evil <laughs> Five couldn't move or shoot. That Chris guy had muscles bigger than his a uh, horse's leg. All right, and. He couldn't move and shoot, and this chick can't move and shoot for some reason. You shoot and you're static. You can't move. And those chickens that fly over your head, you cannot avoid them. They fly over your head and they land on you, and you can yeah. never, ever move out of the way. And the, 
the last thing I will say about this crazy, ridiculous game is it has a button that takes you straight to the dashboard. Yep. Like in the middle of the game. In the middle of the game, right? Because I pressed back instead of pressing start by accident. And it didn't say, are you sure? It didn't say, (laughs) quick game. It just went, (laughs) game library. That is the most strangest thing I have ever... <laughs> I suppose that's them admitting, like, if people are going to want to get out of this game very quickly. We better I mean, like, avoid I, quite, I, I find it quite funny when a game goes, you know, hey, are you sure? And they try and trick you. <laughs> they, they swap the buttons around. You know, yeah, they always yeah. swap the buttons around. So, like, buy the game, quit the game, and they always, like, make yeah. you think. And I, I can't remember what game it was, but they, they made a joke about, oh, are you sure you want to play? It's so awesome. Um... You know, and I think I played Darwinia recently, uh, the, the trial for that, and when you go over the the um, exit, you know, they say, like, they put up little signs, the little Darwinians, they, they put little signs, and I'm, no, don't go, save us, you know, I thought that's quite funny, but this yeah. game just went, if you don't want it, just press the back button, <laughs> fuck off, all right? <laughs> we'll let you out very easy. Yeah, it just, it's, I know, right, the reason why there's so much polish on this game, it's barely a game. It's it's like about six rooms or whatever it is where you shoot chickens, shoot the shit out of chickens, um, which is not unfortunately not um, very satisfying to play. And so the, did you get the, past the first round? I got past the first round. Well I, done, you. Jeez, did you uh, still? No, did I? Echo's like I got past the first round. I I I died on the second round. Tried it again. I got past that, and then I went straight to the dashboard. Tried to do it again. And then died, and then I thought, forget it. So, what was the second room? Was that another kitchen, or was that? Something it's the else? same kitchen, right? <laughs> no, it's, so I don't think it is actually. I might be wrong there, but it's uh, it's very. I mean, it, it might as well be the same kitchen. That's how much of an impact it made on me. Um, but th- there's more drops. There's more. There's there's a couple more guns. You get like a flamethrower. Yeah. Um, not great, you know. When you can't move and use the flamethrower, it's it's not great. I, uh, it's yeah, it's it's just weird, and the, the chickens don't move. I mean, like they just hop, you know, they just <coughs> hop. A little, you know, but to be fair, I, I have a theory on the chickens because I don't think they're really rubber chickens at all. I think they're just badly sort of made chickens because they, what tends like to happen? Umbrella, they look like umbrellas. That yeah, look yeah. Like... And you and you sort of shoot one, and then its feathers disappear. Yeah, you know, it, it just its heads get shot shot yeah. off, and then. It, it, I think I think I've got to agree with Quarian. You, you definitely don't get many games like this coming along very often. That's <laughs> true. a good thing. Well, <laughs> yeah. To be fair, to just defend Quarian, he did say he wasn't really sure himself. Even uh, this I'm isn't sure. about Quarian. This is about the game. I love Quarian. Sure. He's I'm, awesome. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, fuck's yeah. sake, I, God's I'm, sake. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure um, about this game, and I'm pretty sure that it's shit. To be honest, it's, it's got two and a half stars on indie games, man. That says something. If Quadrian wants to remain on the fence, good for him. But I'm pretty sure that this game is not very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Don't don't bother. 240 points as well. I mean, 80 would have been a stretch for me. Uh, but 240. That's a lot of points to part with for a chicken shooting game. And maybe yeah. if the first round had been easier. I mean, that's the thing is it was so difficult that I just didn't even care. Maybe if it hadn't been so hard, I would have been all right. And maybe I just suck at games. No, we're talking about Japanese developers. They like games to be stupid. Think, uh, as as good as Bayonetta is, like people say it's brilliant. There's a lot of like reading in that. You know, hey, like you have to kind of learn things by reading in the menus. And because I don't 
reads. Uh, I, I, I won't do that, so I'll never find out those things. Maybe it's a Japanese de- design thing. No, to be fair to Bayonetta, though, the nice thing about that, in between levels, it has the combos and how many you've done of each. Yeah, level. you can practice them. So you well, can practice uh, them, because you can say, oh, I'll try Y, 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 X, X, or If you want to know what's going on, you have to read, and I'm not, yes. I'm not into that shit. So maybe it's just a Japanese thing. Uh, it is a Japanese and it, what, what is the Japanese and little girls? What, what's that about? What's, what's going on? I don't no, know. sexuality, man. That's it not is. what worries me. What worries me is, is this fake girlfriend thing? These robots, man? Oh, God, that stuff's weird. Have y'all seen that? No, but you'll have to show no. me after the show. Uh, yeah, but... Dating sims and, like, female robot dolls. and Oh, God, it's Weird. This podcast yeah. got very weird very quickly. <laughs> yeah, let's get back to the zombie chickens. I'm sorry. Guy married his girlfriend off his DS or something weird, didn't he? Was that a Jap- Japanese? Uh, yeah, 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 that was. It was Japanese. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Married his girlfriend off his DS dating Where name. Goes. Yeah, that's just not right. Okay, right. let's move on, shall we? <laughs> let's move yes. on. Yeah, we've cheers, had... we've had... yeah, cheers. Yes, thank you, but, you know, we have to... Uh... Yep. Yeah, it's not the best pick he's had, but, you know, there's a lot of... Moving demand. on! So, yeah. Hopefully be a good one next week. Okay. Yeah, we've had X10 uh, this last week or so. What is X10? I heard about it, but I don't know what it is. It's a Microsoft event where they just show their muscles. Microsoft has a press conference. It's it's just Microsoft going... Father! You know, they just... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Just drawing attention to themselves, right? Look at our games, you know, we're great. That's Look what we've got coming, yeah. Not a bad event, though, because uh, some stuff's come from it, right? Yeah. 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 So shall we talk about the Fable 3 stuff first? So it's kind of like their own little E3 where they have total control over everything. Because, I mean, the, the the Fable 3 stuff, to be fair, you know, running up to this, there was a lot of, oh, this game's... And we, we even mused on the fact it'll be all Project Natal and nothing else, you know? Mm. Um... But yeah, it's, it's you know Peter Molyneux has finally come out with you know what's happening. But, uh, Hang on a second, is somebody being added to the Skype call? I've got to go. See you in a bit. Hi, dude. Who's down there? Who's on? Well, like, shut up! I'm Peter Molyneux. <laughs> oh, hi, Mr. Molyneux. Don't We're talk big fans while I'm here. No, you're not a fan. No one's a fan. Everyone's a fan. <laughs> Father. <laughs> That's so what funny that you, we were just talking about a show where someone yeah. did that. That's really yeah. fun. What do you want, minions? So what, what are the new innovations in your Fable Innovations? <laughs> you don't control the game with your thumbs anymore, Stuart. <laughs> you control it with your mind. <laughs> wow, that's quite... So is it going to be like it's on the new version of Natal where it reads your mind, not just your facial expressions? Well, you know, did you, have you seen Back to the Future 2? Of course. Well, remember that scene where a young, what's his name, Elijah Wood or whatever his name is, and they're play, it's Mar- Marty McFly's playing that game with his hands, and they mock him because he's playing a game with his hands. Yeah, I remember that. Those kids were playing my game in the future uh, because they're nice. playing with their minds. Yes. Oh, yes. my God. The game's amazing. <laughs> can, I, can I ask, I've heard that the, uh, you know, the co-op wasn't particularly good. What? <laughs> in, in it was awesome. <laughs> Some people didn't care for it. Like everybody yeah. didn't care for I, it. I heard of a couple that got married over Fable Two. It was that good. <laughs> so, so, so talking talking about marriage, uh, you know, will that be possible in Fable Three? You can marry a otter if you want to. <laughs> you can marry oh, anything. Yes. You can marry anything you want. You can um, marry 
inane objects like a rock. You can bury <laughs> anything. That's how, and you can stroke the rock and take it on dates and lure boat and anything you want. <laughs> anything goes in Baby Walter. <laughs> anything. <laughs> You want to have sex with an what's, otter. What's this game rated you know, if you're about to marry a rock and have sex with an otter? for every sick motherfucker that wants to play it. <laughs> oh my God. I'm it's... Peter yeah. <laughs> I've got to say, it sounds absolutely fantastic. Brilliant. Now, I have to ask hands. you a question there, Mr. Molyneux. You can hold Molyneux. hands with people. You well, see, I was wondering about that because I heard about that. You hold hands with people. Well, <laughs> you know, I remember playing a game where you could hold hands before. Did that game have an influence on you in any way? You know what game I'm talking about. No. Ico. Ico? Yes. Ico. I made Ico. I went. Yeah, you Japan. wish you made Ico. Keep dreaming, Mullen, you boy. Make, make a game where you run around as a little boy and there's no combat, and it will inspire people who. There's who a little bit of combat with the show. Oh, whatever. Creatures. Well, I didn't make those parts. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but and I also made Shadow of the Colossus, but I'm not on the credits. I paid a Mullen. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I think my Wikipedia. Okay. <laughs> so there's he's... touching. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Touch so... people, but not Milo. He's mine. <laughs> right. You ever wonder what the bottom uh, of a Avatar's butt looks like? Bam. Yeah. You'll find out in Fable Three, my game <laughs> made by Peter Molyneux at Lionhead Studios. I hope there's gonna be a cool little drawing of you at the end of this game too. Mm, spoilers. I mean, <laughs> did, I mean, can I can I just ask you? You know, you're saying that this is the. Uh, yeah, the first true co-op game where you can get married to another co-op player. What's true. all that about? Yes, you can marry real people over a game. And <laughs> the thing is, what I haven't yet, a little exclusive for you people here on the veteran gamers. Peter Molyneux. Oh, dude, uh, this is going to put uh, us on the map. I know, yes, yes. I mean, you're waiting for your big break, and here it is. I haven't actually told people this, but when you marry people, say... Uh, Stuart, you married Duke over Fable 3. Ooh. It's actually legally binding. You are actually <laughs> married. And it's a real marriage, and you'll have to get your marriage annulled if you if you want to uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well... Um... Unless you've had sex, then you can't have it annulled. Like, every day. Well, I'd like to uh, thank you, Peter, for coming on the show. But I don't uh... know why I'm on here. I'm drunk. <laughs> You were trying to ring your uh, Fable girlfriend, and you somehow dialed the wrong number in Skype. That's right. I'm going to make Fable 4, and Fable 4 is going to blow your head off. You won't be able to comprehend. Is it going to be in 3D? No, it's going to be 4D. It's going to to bend time. That's right. Bend time. Yeah, you're not thinking fourth-dimensionally, to quote uh, Brown from Back to the Future 3. Uh, Yes, I'm going to go now to eat sheep. So see you later. (laughs) Bye. Would you keep watching Fable 3? My game. I'm going to bother you. Bye. (laughs) I think he's gone. Has he gone? I think I sort of started sounding like a really crusty old man. Oh, bye. See you later. (laughs) Hello. Oh, oh you're back. Hey, oh. hey. Oh, dude, you missed it, Chinny. What? Oh. I always miss him. Peter Molyneux was here, man. I always miss him. I always He's so cool. Yeah, he, he was a bit loopy, to be yeah. fair. Clark Kent Superman type of thing. <laughs> yeah, I think he had some serious I multiple... Believe, I can't believe Lois Lane never fucking figured that out, to be yeah. honest. Oh, Clark, yeah. where? Oh, Superman. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Idiot. Oh, that God. Uh, so, also, there's wep- what, weapon morphing and kingdom ruling. Yeah. First of all, weapon morphing isn't that just like in games where you build weapons like Fallout yes. Three? 
That yeah, I mean when Peter was talking about that, all right, it was like <laughs> it was yeah, hard to tell what he was talking about. To be honest, the, the weapon was changing. Like, so if you if you're a bad character, your weapon will turn red. You know, he was making it sound like it was this awesome, amazing thing. Your weapon's going to turn red if you're bad, and it's going to probably turn blue if you're good. And you get you get wings if you're good, and your you weapon get black. is completely unique to you. Yeah, you get black uh, bat wings if you're bad. You know, that sounds like oblivion. Sounds like he's can I, can I ask you this right? He said, he said, the sharpness will be affected. How the hell can you tell the sharpness of a sword in a game? How will you know how sharp it is? Details, man. How? Yeah, you know what I mean? <sighs> You'll hold it up to the camera and be like, look at how sharp. Ah, oh, my eye. But what's this? <laughs> and finally, all of that is blended with your actual gamer score to create your weapon. What? Which means your gamer score will be printed on the sword somewhere. <laughs> wow. This is sword 16,280. Yeah, do you know what I mean? What does that even Cares. mean? Yeah. It means they're trying. To, they're taking some tiny innovation. And they're trying to make it sound like some grand step mm, forward. Yeah, that's just, this is the same thing they were trying right. to do in Fable Two. I mean, don't get <laughs> yeah. me wrong. Fable Two is a fun game, but that's not enough for Peter Molyneux. It's got to be the most amazing new thing ever done ever. Yeah, Breakthrough yeah, Three: yeah, yeah. Kingdom Ruling RTS. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, no, I have to agree. No, no. I think, yeah, I mean, he does make a big fuss about little things. Um, and it's fine right. to include these things, but don't pretend like it's the second coming of Jesus. He does. He don't, don't you just love the way, at the end, he quotes, Look at Obama. He came into power and promised to shut down Guantanamo Bay. It should have been easy. Pick up the phone and close it. But it isn't. What? <laughs> okay, first of all, that's not at all what was supposed to happen. I mean, <laughs> he, just snapping his fingers and suddenly these detainees are going to be going, you know, wherever we want them to. Second of all, he should have closed it. It should be closed by now. There's no doubt about that. Whatever. No, but the fact that Peter Molyneux... That has nothing to do with this video game, though. that to a video yeah. game is what I was right. getting at. What? I, th- I suppose he's kind of connected to you being a king, although there's a very important difference. A president is not a king! Yeah, I'm almost sure this guy's on drugs. I really do think he's on something. I don't know what he's on. I really don't. He's on Kreth. <laughs> he's definitely, <laughs> he's definitely on something. Uh, I, mean, I, 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 I think uh, I think Fable 3 is going to be a decent game, but I don't think it's going to be the second coming. I, 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 he really does do a great job of overhyping these games, and they're, they're decent, you know, they're alright. Um, but are we really going to be blown Sound away? Like a broken record. Don't believe the hype! I think the other thing, just to quickly mention, is saying, as a sort of a bit of an announcement, the co-op will also allow you to separate in the game. Like, you know, that's a new thing that he's just invented. Yeah, like <laughs> in World of Warcraft for the last five exactly. years. Exactly. Oh. You know, Andy should have been that in the in Fable 2 when he... You know what, I think I think I figured it out. Witted on. I think I figured it out, boys. I think I figured well, tell it us. out. Go on, tell, tell us, tell us. I don't think Peter Molyneux has ever played any other game apart from his own. <laughs> he thinks right. he's going with it. We've got swords in our game. Isn't that cool? Yeah. You, can, you, can, you can play co-op, but be <laughs> at different places in the game. That's a brilliant, Peter. Oh, you've done it again. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Think about that. Wow. All right. No, you can do that in most games. Uh, bless him. I, I, I just love some of the stuff he comes. I mean, he's like, <clears throat> you know, he's talking about how you can interact with characters, 
So he says he takes a homeless man by the hand and and tells him that he's going to take him home for dinner. Why the hell would you do that? But listen, listen. I mean, well, it's, you take a homeless man home, but not by the fucking hand. Yeah, you? yeah, because you're touching. It's part of the touch. The touch. But then the man stops in his tracks as you turn a corner and a factory looms ahead. And then Peter Molly says, we're going to sell him to the factory. <laughs> and then the man's visibly frightened, begins to pull away. But well, your character continues to drag him to the factory. Then the, mm. the man begins to beg, don't sell me to those fiends. You might as well put a bullet in my head. I mean, it, it's just so contrived, isn't it? All this sort of... Yes. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Oh, you're going to feel emotion when we're doing this. Oh, you're going to be so sad that you're dragging the poor... Trying to make oh. it a self-fulfilling prophecy, but who really cares? Yeah, I've, I've got... I, I think I'll still probably end up playing it, but I, I still oh, yeah, it'll be the Peter Molyneux game that no one's... I mean, it's even like thousands of weapons. Yeah, you know, go play Borderlands. That's got thousands of weapons in it. You know what I mean? But yeah. see, that's... A, but... but who believes that that's a big draw? Like, who who thinks that there are players out there going, you know what I really want in a game is a weapon that only I have. Nobody cares. I want a weapon that will kill the bad guys. That's it. That's all I care about. Mm, with a sharp edge. Yeah, sharp so- edge. Um, okay, moving on. Let's move on. So, yeah, Fable 3, yeah, coming sometime soon. Mm, anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, Think they've come out. There's been a little bit of Dead Rising Two information because we haven't heard anything on this for uh, quite a little bit now. Uh, But they've they've actually they've they've come out and said they're going to bring a a prologue to Xbox Live first, so like a small arcade game to sort of link the two stories from Dead Rising One to Dead Rising Two. So what do you think of that? Dead Rising Two Case Zero prologue is a standalone. um, Will be games demo, so it's also going to be the demo. Mm. Uh, it's only for Xbox users, and yeah, it's it's for people who want to play Dead Rising on the Xbox. I don't know. I think it's all right. I think it's fine. Um, I think if you've got a PS3 only, uh, I don't think there's many people that are really into Dead Rising. So yeah. if you've got a PS3 only, you think, well, whatever, I'll just play Dead Rising 2. But if, you, if you've got an Xbox, you think, great. More it's a nice surprising. little perk for Xbox. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's a good marketing move. I think it's an interesting definitely. way of wetting yeah. people's appetites, and they probably didn't have to do a whole lot of work to do it. You know, We've already got the game. Cut off a piece of it, you know, change the scenery or whatever a little bit, and then release that and 400 points or whatever. Yeah, go for There's it. a lot of these experiments going around. You know, free DLC, EA doing yeah. that a lot with Mass Effect 2. First day release. Stuff, yeah, yeah and, and I think this is just another experiment they're doing. So yeah. can, they, can they win people over with the console wars? Um, with like a little extra on 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 a game, you know, it didn't work for GTA so much, but uh, you know, this is a little bit different, probably a little bit easier to do and cheaper. Uh, it doesn't cost fifty million, so you know, it's just little experiments that that developers are trying, and why not? I don't, I don't think this is jipping the game, or I, I don't feel like this is something that uh, Dead Rising Two is a century, and it doesn't. It definitely needs this prologue to link the first one and the second one, man. You know, it's just a zombie game, and yeah. you can put chainsaws on the end of a, a, a row or whatever and just massacre zombies to death. You know? So, do you think we'll do you think we'll have to pay for this then, or do you think this will be sort of free? No, no. you have to pay for it. You have to pay for this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be better if they saw... I mean, I like the way... Although, Peter Molyneux, you know, we know. Uh, but, yeah, the way that they did the Fable 2 thing, where they gave you the first chapter for free, and then you sort of paid for subsequent ones, you know? If you want to get people interested, surely... Oh, but that was, like, a year afterward, wasn't it? 
No, yeah. well, no. It, was, it was it was like the next year, wasn't like yeah, yeah, yeah. But when he released it as downloadable, that was I mm-hmm. thought that was a really clever way. Right, of but being... what I'm saying is, people. I mean, if people weren't interested in it before, I don't know if that really did. I mean, I think that yeah, that was probably the last little nudge that some people might have needed to give it a shot. Yeah, but with this, but I don't know. If that, I don't know. If the, the, I don't know if that would work for. A new game, like a game that just comes out. Yeah, but they just give you this little prologue, this little snippet for free to get you, and then you go, oh, you know, I quite enjoyed that. I'm yeah. going to go and get the game, surely. I remember one time I worked at a bookstore. This is when John Grisham's book, The Street Lawyer, came out. They released these cardboard displays that had in little teeny tiny little writing the entire first chapter. And you yeah. put it up. And some people would sit there reading it, and I'm like, dude, it's tiny type. Just go look at the book. Yeah. But I think that's. But I think you know they should do that. And I think this is something maybe they should do with more games. Give you I a little. They should, but they have to make sure that there's a good either story or the gameplay mechanic is good enough to really hook you. Yeah. Because you know, with all due respect to the game that shall not be mentioned, like I, I, I felt yeah. like there was a lot of things that I needed to have yes. shown to me that didn't in the Absolutely. demo. Absolutely. And I the agree. other, the other thing, just to mention as well, with that, how often do we get a demo of a game that sort of a third into the game or three quarters yeah, right. into the game or and has no absolute relation to you know it's completely out of context. Well, Bayonetta was kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, it totally was like that. Yeah, but you don't have to look at the context of Bayonetta. <laughs> right, it's it ridiculous. Because when you finally see it, it doesn't make any more sense. Than <laughs> yeah. I actually made more sense of it in the demo. <laughs> right, exactly. But yeah, the thing is, if we, if we had if we had a prologue to games before they came out that gave us a little taste or a bit of an introduction, this is why the game's going to be happening. This is part of the story. It would yeah. make definitely more sense in a standard demo, wouldn't it? Sure. You know, because that's why the the original Bioshock demo worked so well, because it was the opening to the game. So you got the yeah. feeling of what was going on, you know, what right. to expect. And you wanted to know more. That's the thing. Definitely. That, it, that had a good story to it. And I don't know if they can do that with Dead Rising 2. I mean, with all due respect to the game, I don't know anything about it. But I can't imagine there's nearly that same hooking curiosity that will come with it. Alan Wake, maybe. I've got to say, right, if I'd have been given the opening to the original Dead Rising, if I'd have been given that as a demo as opposed to just running around the mall hitting zombies, I'd have definitely been more hooked in than I would have been just playing the running around the mall hitting zombies, because the opening to that game is quite cool. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. I don't know. I think they're, they're worried about giving too much away before the game comes out, and that's why they don't do it. I don't know. Well, they're going to have to make a decision about what's more important, not giving too much away or making sure they hook people effectively, and I think there's a balancing act there. Definitely. Okay, let's move on. Before we uh, have a little break and come to the quiz, I thought we'd go, the MPDs have been released, so I thought we could have a quick look through these and, and see what we think. And see what we think. So, shall we go through these? Aye. Okay. Hardware first or software? What do you want to... Hard. Hardware for January. Jenny likes it hard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we'll start with the uh, worst selling, but he still sold quite a few, is the PlayStation 2. Which sold uh, forty-one thousand in January. Amazing, forty-one thousand. Yeah, still forty thousand people. You know, only in America this is, by the way, just United States. America, mm-hmm. but does, yeah. does, does, oh, yeah. this, does this include, um, you know, like stores like Walmart and stuff? Uh, no, I don't think it does. Does it? I no, doubn't. It, it, does it doesn't. It doesn't. No, it, it, doesn't. it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, MPDs now. Uh, yeah. Okay, so it forty. I know Duke, it, doesn't. it doesn't. It doesn't. Forty-one thousand. Uh, PSP a hundred thousand. And I still reckon most of them probably weren't goes, I have to say. Probably not. Probably, probably not. not. Probably not. So 100,000 of those. Uh, next up... <laughs> next up was the PlayStation 3, 
which sold 276,000, uh, which is quite a lot in January, isn't it? There's 276,000 people yeah, went on not bought bad. Not gift, bad, not gift bad. cards from Christmas. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Uh, Xbox 360, 332,000. So people taking their Wii's back and being like, I want a real Wii. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that, that's yeah, uh, people's... people. People just That's buy more of those. People's <laughs> Xboxes breaking over Christmas and people. Right, exactly. There you go. Um, yeah, Nintendo DS four hundred twenty-two thousand. Phenomenal. There must be a lot of people have birthdays in January. That's all I can think. Cool um, people have birthdays in January. Dumbass. Uh, um, Nintendo Wii four hundred sixty-five thousand of those bloody things. Who's buying those still? Who hasn't got one? Seriously, who That's hasn't homes. got one now? Retirement homes. But they've they've sold nearly seventy million of those bloody things now. Who oh, hasn't got one? I think aliens are visiting Earth and buying <laughs> wees. We want wees. We want take me to your wees. <laughs> Why can't I make it look like me? Do you want to do you want to see the Earth and meet the present? No, fuck no. you. We want to play <laughs> wee sports. God. Okay, let's do the do the software yeah. sale. So let's go. Dark I'll talk about sorry. Talk about the Wii. Um, no, I, I, no. My, my little niece and nephew got them to play in it. You know, five years old, cute little things. Went, hey, Wii, do you want to play? They went, yeah, bored. Yeah. <laughs> you should have given them uh, no more heroes to play, did they? Love they that? Yeah, they got bored instantly and played Lego Star Wars on the Xbox, oh. <laughs> which is uh, way better, in my opinion. Good, good for them. They got, genes, man. Hardcore they got console t- gaming is in their genes. My, my niece, you know, she gave it a little bit more time, but uh, Jimmy, now my nephew, no, no, Lego Star Wars. He, his quote was, I'm going to play Lego Star Wars because it's better. For that. <laughs> I went, all right. Fine. So, yeah, for, uh, yeah, software sales. Uh, Darksiders, uh, 171,000. Not too shabby? No, not too shabby. Not brilliant, but not shabby. Um, just Dance. Two hundred thousand. Who's still buying that stupid oh, game? Seriously, my wife. Game. My wife came home and went, "Hey, I've heard about this Just Dance for the oh, Wii. It sounds oh. really good." And I was like, "Yeah, no." Yeah. <laughs> well, my missus is doing the same thing, but but it's really good. I played it at Birmingham with the ball ring, and everybody was looking at me dancing and stuff. Like, Tori, you're a dancer. Yeah, yeah, that's a dancer. Like... Right, you went and trained to be a dancer. You do it professionally. Why right. the hell? Do you want to do this? Well, no. Why would you want to watch people who aren't dancers <laughs> shaking around like, you know, uh, Parkinson's epileptic victims? <laughs> Holding the Wiimote between the hands like some yeah, sort exactly. of weird pole. I don't know. Weird. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, 200,000 people. It's not even Christmas anymore. Who the hell? It, it has been knocked off the top of the UK charts. Yeah, it's so. about time too. I remember when people dance because they like to feel the music moving through them. I remember I was like, y'all have that Sky Mall thing on your airplanes in the UK where you get on and it's this catalog of useless crap. They had a thing in there one time. It was Dance Dance Revolution, but it said, learn to dance the easiest way without distracting music. And I just thought, <laughs> yeah, what's worse than music when you're trying to yeah. dance, man? Jesus. Yeah, can I, can I just... the same thing. It's a computer telling you how to dance. Whatever, man. Yeah, can I just say I've got a prediction here at this point that the first Ubisoft game for Natal will be Just Dance. Well, that's what see, I'm saying. I think it'll be... Um, I, uh, my prediction will be it will be a, a Raven Rabbits game. No, it'll, be, it'll be definitely fine. be Just Can you imagine mapping your whole body in? Then he can watch what you're doing. Oh, for sure. That's definitely I think good. they're going to combine this game with a game about uh, somebody struggling against an unjust third world dictatorship. And they'll call it <laughs> Just Cause Dance. <laughs> just Cause Dance. That is just the worst joke ever. <laughs> yeah. God. Okay, right, next. Speaking of worst no, songs. Yeah. It, no, it should be called 
dance, boy, just cause. Just cause. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Just dance, just cause. Oh, God. Uh, Army of Two, the 40th day, 246,000 copies. Who the hell bought this game? Hey, don't, I mean, the game's shit, but don't knock it because it has guns and muscles and people like that kind of stuff. Obviously. Oh, yeah, people look at the box. I mean, people don't look into games and see the previews like we do. They they uh, go no. into a store, they pick up the box and go, hey, guns, muscles, cool, <laughs> let's buy this. Yeah, and it's because it starts with an A. It's probably like at the start of the show. They're like, oh, all right, yeah. yeah. Well, Wait, go I'm to not, the M's. I'm not buying Zoomer all the way down there. I'm going to buy all we into. <laughs> God. And what's uh, the J's? Just dance, all right. <laughs> uh, right, okay, next one. The next one. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 still selling 259,000. That's the PS3 version. It is the PS3 version of that. 259,000. People are on the PS3 like a tree knocking down, man. Exactly. Uh, Wii Sports Resort, uh, 297,000. People still Uh. buying that. Uh, Mario Kart Wii with Wii Wheel. 310,000, that game's... How old is that game now? That's a game. Was you doing a Scottish impression then with the wee wheel? With the wee wheel. With the wee wheel. I'm in retirement, Grace! Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 for the 360, 326,000, so that's combined half a million. They need the money. Yeah, which is more than most games sell, (laughs) to be fair. Anyway, uh, Wii Fit Plus with balanced board... 555,000. Uh, Mass Effect 2, 572,000. Mass Effect 2 has just come out and it's selling really well. And we fit is just about like under it. Like, they could have <laughs> sold a little bit more if they did some marketing. You know? Yeah, it's exactly. amazing. amazing. Well, why spend the money? I mean, for God's sake. Exactly. And um, the, the final one New Super Mario Brothers Wii, uh, which uh, was the top of the tree yet again for about probably. The second month running, six hundred and fifty-six thousand that managed to. So that is a lot of games. Interesting game was twenty years ago. (laughs) Interestingly enough, uh, Mag didn't make it into the top ten. Wow, Mag didn't make it. Yeah, Mag. Wait, Mag didn't make it. Yeah, Mag didn't make it. (laughs) Sorry about that. No surprises, but No More Heroes Two: Desperate Struggle didn't make it on the Wii. And interestingly enough, neither did Dark Void. Who would play that game? Oh, no, who would play that game? But I, I would hold your breath a bit, Mag, because, um, you know, they, it could be included in February's MPDs. Yeah, and it could be a slow burner. And be, I've no. heard that it's not doing that bad. No. Uh, I mean, as as games Yeah, it might be a slow burner. There's somebody uh, in the teacher's lounge who's like, yeah, my son's really interested in this uh, Mad, Matt, what's it called? Mag? Why does he want to play that? I don't know, he's interested. No, did you tell him your son's an idiot? Son's <laughs> yeah, an idiot. really. Idiot. Sorry to tell you this, but he has bad <laughs> no, tasting games. I'm knocking the game. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind trying it. Like, I'll rent it. I don't think I'll ever buy it. I'll try it, though. Because I heard I try that it before I speak. When, when it works, you know, when you've uh, got a squad and, it, you know, you're working together, it's kind of yeah. good. It's, it's I mean, all I like right. the SOCOM games, you know. SOCOM's a yeah. hard series. So I can, you know, I should give it a try. I just think it's on the wrong platform because I don't play with anyone on the PS3. Yeah, really, nobody does. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Except Um, for the TQCast people, apparently. Yeah, before they hang out at home, too. Before we have a quick break, um, yeah, we just need to quickly just talk about an idiot in the UK because we have a lot of those. Not as many as we got. Yeah. We're number one. We're number one. <laughs> uh, again. <laughs> a representative of the Church of England described video games as a sewer 
of gratuitously violent and sexual pornography. Yeah. That's why I play him. So he's obviously yep. well informed, isn't he? Do you want do you want to hear what he said? You want yeah, to hear okay. Yeah. Are you ready for this? A representative from the Church of England in Oxfordshire has come out uh, in attack of video games following plans to overhaul the laws governing their sale in the UK. Thomas Benyon, I mean, he's got a stupid name for a start-off, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh. A, a member of the General Synod in Oxfordshire claimed that there is a bubbling sewer of gratuitously violent and sexual pornography and DVD games all around us. First of all, what is a DVD game? Yeah, a DVD, isn't that like an extra on a DVD? Like, you know, when you watch a DVD, it has a silly game attached to it on the extra. I think this guy is either very similar to or is Peter Molyneux, never <laughs> having played any game other than just the one, but heard all about it. And like, DVD, yep, I heard yep. about DVD games. Moving on, moving on. Family breakdown and resulting chaos means more and more children are without parental control. And because they have computers and monitors in their rooms, they oh. are able to access violent material in secrecy. Mm. Yeah, that's what he's saying. This is what the guy's saying. And, and then he finishes with, some games, especially those designed as a first-person shooter experience, feature extreme graphic violence and sexual scenes. He stated before adding that games may desensitize the young. Now, just to play devil's advocate here, let me say that I, I think it's true that they I think they desensitize everybody. I don't think it's just the young. I think you know. I mean, look at the military. I don't know about the UK, but the United States, they use video games to you know in some ways break recruits down and sort of like desensitize. Yeah. And, you know, the the, the 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 tendency for a human being when they pull a trigger and a person drops is to say like, "Wow, I caused that. That's kind of messed up." But you can't obviously can't have people thinking that way on the battlefield. So there's a process there now. I, you know, I think if it's a soldier, it's a, it's a necessary process. But for the rest of us, I I, I don't know. In a way, I, I think that. But the, the the counterpoint to that, of course, is that it's not just games. It's everything about our modern society, and you know, movies and music and you know, magazines and you know. I think the real violence in the world, obviously, is a much bigger problem. Um, but I can't completely write off the the concern about people being desensitized to violence. And there was the, the army of sneaker like that. They they. they recruit you know often like recruit new members and stuff because you know and they say they get loads of xboxes and they have a day and they invite them in and they play games and yeah, say right. oh yeah oh he's cool and there's a story uh recently where um the, the army offered to like pay for lots and lots of xboxes right and yeah. microsoft just went no um, because we don't want there's a there's a few reasons why they think um, but I think the main reason was you know we don't want Xbox associated with like army and killing and you know the army's console yeah, of choice a little late for that but you know <laughs> I mean marketing can go that way right you know it's, yeah, right. it's a big marketing like minefield yeah. but it's right. also like you know it's I think it was a moral thing as well it's like we know that you only use them to kind of recruit members falsely so. You know, it's it's a kind of it's yeah. I, I see what you're saying, but and it does desensitise a little bit because kids don't realise that you you know it's war and it's killing people. But when you right. grow up, you realise that. I mean, like yeah, kids, yeah. Oh, sure, absolutely. And the other dog. thing I would ask, I mean, you know, Stu, you were saying about how there you were in a shop recently and there was a kid, mother buying for her kid, you know, this seven year old or whatever, Modern Warfare two or whatever. Like, in so far as obviously kids aren't supposed to be playing these, but because we know that they will. Does that mean then that the developers have some kind of responsibility? Yeah, well, I suppose so, you know, but sort of no, it's up to parents, isn't it? It is, I agree with you, but I mean, I don't know, it just sort of seems like, 
Yeah, I don't know. Like like people who make guns, you know, obviously, yeah, those aren't supposed to be in the hands of kids. But kids do get their hands on guns, and, and, and because, they, you know, I don't know, it just makes me wonder if, if there isn't some responsibility. And I've had the same question for, you know, musicians and rap artists and filmmakers and everybody else, too. Like, you know, I, I think there's everybody has some responsibility in dealing with the problems of violence in our world. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, the last thing to say doesn't help. It's on the back of this. Uh, you won't have, Oh, you may have heard because she did do a super nanny in the USA, didn't she? Uh, jo, there's a woman called Joe Frost, and she did this program. No in, yeah, she did this program in the UK called Super Nanny. Yeah. And basically, if someone has trouble raising the kids, you know, and they're unruly or they cause trouble or whatever, she'll go in and sort out what they have to do to put things right in the household, you know. Little so these, bastards. Yeah, because the, so the kids will behave. And yeah. she's, she has done some impromptu study of video games, and the way she did it was she got uh, so many kids, I can't remember how many it was, it wasn't tons though, and she got uh, half of them to play a violent video game, okay, like a first-person shooter type game, and half of them to play sort of more puzzly sort of non-violent video game, if you will. Yeah. And then she showed them some war newsreel footage, and they, they measured their heart rate. Basically, they said the ones that were sort of calmer whilst watching the newsreel footage were the ones that had played the violent video game, and therefore, in 20 minutes, it become desensitized to violence. Yeah. You know, I mean, effects, you know, effects, uh, effects research, though, Stu, effects research is all bollocks. I mean, you it can't... is absolutely. That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. this is just like what? So that's scientific, is it? Okay. Yeah. But I mean, you know, at the same again, not to be you know too negative, but like when I when a person sees a lot of dead bodies, they become immune to it. Look at child soldiers in Uganda. You know, like there's just like oh, it's just another dead body. Now, obviously, it's very different when it's a video game compared versus real life, but is it so different when it's a video game compared to the news? And does that mean then that people aren't so bothered when they see news reports about, you know, a war going on, especially in a faraway place like Africa or something, and they're willing to sort of let it go on because they're like, oh, well, it's just war. I see that all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't disagree at all. I just think... What? But I don't, I don't think, we're, you know, blaming the games is really the problem. I think it's just, it's something that we should be conscious of. That's all. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Who knows? Anyway, so I think it's time for a quick break, and then after the break, we'll come back with the quiz. Right. So what have you got for us this week, Duke? Well, excited. it's funny that we talk about this because uh, a while back, this is something I made, and it, uh, it, I hadn't played it for a while because I wasn't sure if people would be into it, but you know, we did the Good Day track, and uh, people had a generally positive response to that. So I have another little hip-hop thing that I made here, and it has to do with violence in games, because I have some friends who know me as kind of a passionate, like, non-violence activist, and I'm a big fan of, you know, Gandhi and Martin Luther King and Nelson Mandela and all those people, but in my spare time, what do I do? I like to play games where you're, you know, slaughtering lots of enemy soldiers <laughs> from airports. And, and some of my friends are like, what the hell? How can you do, how can you have that, both of those things going on in your head? And it's always been for me like a very clear distinction. Yeah, it's fake, you know? So I made this track uh, that was all about that and some other things too. So it's called Support the Virtual Troops. And because, uh, you know, we have in the United States, I don't know if you'll have it there, but, you know, these yellow ribbons that everybody puts on in their car, it's like support the troops. And I yeah. thought, you know what, there's some virtual troops that aren't getting support. So um, <laughs> I encourage people to support the virtual troops and show their virtual support. Uh, so anyway, yeah, here it is. And uh, I, I hope people like it. You shouldn't be watching the Lion King. Why don't you play a game instead? You 
down, says they're the latest prey. This is Victor Alpha One. Artillery strike is initiated. We gained a command post. Yo,
can stop the Empire. Step over this line and say that. I'll kick your butt. Mad Nintendo. Well, there you go. I'll tell you what. What is what is going on? <laughs> I think I think you're going to sort of redefine the whole genre of rap. <laughs> no, you know what you. though? There, there's people who are doing that already. There's this guy. Yeah, there is. There is. There's like is. this whole wave of like geek rap. And geek like, rap. Geek rap. We like it. Yeah. yeah. Geek rap. Oh, so, yeah. that's so. Funny. It's already been done. Shakespeare reference. No. No. There's a line he says, "What you egg?" and that's right out of Macbeth. So. Yeah, like we know that. <laughs> Do you think we're <laughs> well, cultured? Where he's um? Yeah, I know all all works of Shakespeare because I yeah. live in the same country. <laughs> exactly. That's like well, you know, everybody in the United States knows all about Toni Morrison and William Faulkner. So. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Well, whatever. Honestly, I'll tell you, bloody yeah. all this pretentious stuff. God. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's impressive though. I was impressed. You know, did, can I just ask, did you do the music yourself this time? As well? I did the music myself. Yeah, all the sound effects. Uh, mostly, let's see, Battlefield Two, classic, beautiful game. Battlefield, the Star Wars game, and uh, oh, what that's what it? that was from. Yeah, Battlefield. yeah, yeah. yeah. Battlefront. Oh, so, yep. And there's a video. Uh, I'll put the video up at some point. I did the video a while back, so I can put that on the website. Okay, are we ready for this week's quiz then? I think I am. I'm going to beat you this week, Stu. No yeah, one can well, stop me. Whatever. You say that every week. And yeah. I've won a couple. I've won a couple. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, Tinny. you and me, then don't worry about it. Yeah. Are you ready, Tinny? Uh, yes. I'm the quiz host, right? That is correct. Okay. And welcome to this week's Game Raider, or whatever the hell we call this thing. Uh, on my left, we have... Duke. Yeah, thank you. Good to be here, people. Yay. And on my voice, we have a special guest. We what? have X-Hunter669. Oh, my goodness. Hello. There you go. Welcome <laughs> to the show. This week. Welcome to the quiz, X-Hunter. Say hello. Hello. Yes. So, um, yeah, you're glad to be here. You, you know, you're looking forward to this. You've been training. Training. Who needs yeah. training? No, who needs tra- challenge talk, Duke? How about that? It oh, that man. He t- oh, I thought he was just talking smack. I didn't expect him to actually show up. No, <laughs> no. If you remember, Hunter challenged Duke, or Duke challenged Hunter, or one no, of the other. challenged I was, me, definitely. I, I was asleep at the time. And um, <laughs> so it, it's on. D- Stu is taking a back seat, and Hunter oh, and Duke are going to have the quiz this week. So I'm thank you very much for uh, thank you very much for joining us, Hunter. So here we go. Yeah, On with welcome. the quiz. May the better right. person win. Um, right, okay. So these <laughs> some of these questions are taken from pocketgamer.co.uk, uh, which I think some are wrong, whatever, but take it out on them. And uh, some are taken from the Guinness World Records Gamers Edition. Uh, without further ado, right, we're going to go into the intro round. Now, oh, yeah. Duke... Duke, you're in first. Okay. Um, I've said the intro around. Not really intro anymore. We're just kind of flexing that around now. <laughs> uh, so, it's just gameplay, pretty much. Okay. And I've made one easy and one a little bit more difficult. Same for you, Hunter. One easy, one a little bit more difficult. But you have played uh, these games. You have played them, I assure you. Um, okay. So, first, Duke. Let me just get my notes ready. You're going to cut this out, Stu, because I'm doing my notes. Uh <laughs> Where is Stu? He's dead. All right. Okay. I'm, just, I'm just in the background listening in. You know, I'm oh, okay. the audience. He's like the audience in I'm uh, the audience. One versus 100. He's one of those Woo! people in the back. Yeah, 
waving his hands or doing his little Y all the while. You just keep pressing Y. Right, okay, (laughs) you ready for yours, Duke? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Kind of. All right, you should totally get this. If you don't, you're a gimp. I'm going to guess God of War. Do you want to hear it again? (laughs) I guess it's not God of War. Uh, So easy. Go ahead. No, all I can think of is God of War, but I guess that's wrong, huh? It's incorrect, I'm afraid, dude. It was, uh, I'll pass sure. it over, actually. Uh, yeah, Hunter, what do you think? I would say Dante's Inferno, but I'm probably wrong. You are wrong, I'm afraid. It was Dragon Age, it was Dragon Age Origins, a game. Oh, man, I was get one. But who was making that noise in Dragon Age? I don't know. I've never played that fucking game. <laughs> All right, um, okay. So your next one, Duke. Are you ready? Uh, I guess I'm as ready as I'm going to be. If I didn't get the easy one, there's no way I'm getting the hard one. No, you go might ahead. get it. You might get it. Here oh, we go. Right. Go ahead. Definitely played this. I do believe that's Dead Space. It is Dead Space. Well done, dude. Okay, Hunter, you're up. You ready? All right, I'm ready. Okay, here's your first one. Again, you've played this, and it should be easy for you. Oh, shit. <laughs> I should never say it's easy. You remember what ne- you said about people saying it's easy? Yeah. Go play Just it again, Hunter. You can, you, can pl- you can play it as many times as you want. So you can play, play it, play it 500 times. times. All right. Yeah. Hours. God, that sounds so familiar. It should do. Uh, I'm going to say... It sounds like Darksiders, but I'm probably wrong. I'm going to go with Dante's Inferno again. It is, Dante, sounds... it is Dante's Inferno. Well done. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yes, it is. Totally got it right. Okay, oh, your next one. Your next one. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. Okay, that is Darksiders. It is Darksiders. Well, straight off the bat, lovely. Okay, well done. Now, at the end of that round, Hunter is winning with two points. Duke is just behind with one point. <laughs> that didn't wow. take long. No, it didn't take long at all. Right, the next round is a new round. Ooh. All right, it's Uh-oh. called Whose Game Is It Anyway? See what I've done oh, there? That's a quote yeah. from Stu. It's a reference, whatever. Okay, so... Stop me if you get confused. Here we go. I'm going to give you four review scores. You might want to type these or write them down. So 
Well, I'm going to give you four review scores from Metacritic, and then I'm going to give you four names of games, and I want you to match oh, nice. the review score with the game. Do you both All understand? Right. Yeah. Got it. Okay, yep. Hunter. So, Hunter, you'll go first. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, as I say, you might want to write these down just to remember them. So, the review scores, according to Metacritic, are, in no particular order, of course, I'm not that stupid, 96... 75, 73, and 91. You got those? I got them. And then your games are Dante's Inferno, Uncharted 2, Mass Effect 1, and Army of Two, the 40th Day. (laughs) Okay. 73 is the 40th day. It is. Yeah, that's one point there. Uh, Mass Effect 1 is 75. No, uh, that's incorrect. Crap. Do I keep going? Yep, you keep going. Use your uh, other two, see if you can get them right. 91. Oh, 96 is uh, Uncharted 2. It is. Again. Yeah, Probably it not. is. All right. Uh, what was what were the games again? I forgot the last. Are you going to get it wrong because you only oh. got two? I should really wait till you give me all the answers. Uh, but never mind. We'll just play it. Okay, Duke, you're next. Okay. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Eighty nine. Yep. Fifty nine. Uh huh. Ninety one. Uh huh. And seventy one. Now okay, I'll do a little bit different. I'll do it a little bit differently. I'll, I'll wait till you give me all your answers, and then I'll, uh, I'll give you the Okay. Answer. Okay. Uh, and then the games are Dark Void. Yeah. Bayonetta. Yep. Left 4 Dead 2. And Lego Rock Band. Okay. Um... Bayonetta 91. Left 4 Dead 2, 89. Lego Rock Band, 71. Dark Void, 59. Okay. Right, so you said... I should do this like in X Factor style, but I won't. All right, 91 <laughs> for Bayonetta, you said... And that is correct. So you've got a point there, well done. <laughs> then you said 89 for Left for Dead. And that is correct also, well done. Yay! And then you said... What did you say? Lego uh, Rock Band 71. Lego, Lego Rock Band 71. Correct. Woo! That means the other one's right too. The other one's right as well. Yay. Okay, so a complete turnaround there at the end of that oh, round. Man. We got Duke with five points and Hunter trailing just behind with four. So you've got to come back, Hunter. Otherwise, we mock you for the rest of the podcast. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> fine. Uh, okay, so we're going to do some multiple choice questions. Again, uh, some of these are silly, some of these are easy, some of these are hard, so they, they, you know you all get the same kind of stuff. So, Hunter, you're going to go first. You ready? I'm ready. I'm going to remember these questions, so if I mess them up, sorry about that. Okay, here we go. You still there, Stu? You're very quiet. Yes, I'm still here. Yes, I'm just. Is there, I'm just the audience. He's I'm playing just, the okay. heavy rain demo again. Uh, I'm enjoying right. non-participation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hunter, are you ready? Question one. I am ready. 
According to pocketgamer.co.uk, the PS1 is old like Stuart. Uh, <laughs> but when Sony made the original parts uh, that came to be the PlayStation, it was meant to be for another console. Um, which brand of console was that for? So was it A, Sega, B, Nintendo, C, Apple, or D, Amiga? Ooh, that is a hard one. I'm going to say Nintendo. That's correct. You got a point. Well done. Okay, question two. Uh, The guy who had the job of creating the Xbox 360 controller decided to use animals to inspire him. But which animal inspired the 360 controller that we all now know and love? Was it A eagle, B, a koala bear, C, a bat, or D, a gibbon? I'm saying eagle. That's incorrect. It was actually a bat, but uh, I threw in eagle as a kind of like a weird one because, you know, a bat was a bit too obvious. I was going to guess so, bat. Yeah, uh, yeah. But oh, I wasn't a bit too obvious, up. yeah. You're the hunter, in case you didn't feel dumb enough for guessing that wrong. <laughs> that was obvious. Jeez. Shut up. Shut up. Those no, are all real Jaguar. suggestions. They're, yeah, they're, those are all real suggestions. He actually oh, used them. Um, I didn't know what a gibbon was, but it's a cross between an ape and a monkey. So there you go. All right, number three. Uh, the most valuable arcade machine is one called Blaster. But how much is it worth? Now, I've converted this into your Monopoly money you call dollars, so it's easy for you <laughs> to understand. So the first one is A, $10,000, B, $12,000, C, $15,000, or D, 1,600 Microsoft points. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, uh, most valuable arcade see, machine... Average- yeah. An average arcade goes for ten grand with two two things. So I'm gonna say it's gonna be fifteen thousand. That's incorrect. It's actually twelve thousand dollars. Uh yeah. So that was according to uh the uh Guinness Book of Records Gamers edition. The more wow. you know. Knowledge is power. Right, question four and your final question. Uh, Space Invaders was uh, so popular in Japan that it led to a shortage of uh, 100 yen coins. Is this true or false? True. It is true. Well done, Hunter. Well done. There you go. You are are standing with seven points, Hunter. They couldn't get them out of the machine fast enough. Yeah. (laughs) It actually caused a shortage. It was a good game. Yeah. yeah okay. Like Dude, on the Simpsons. You... Oh, look at my fingers! I got them from Space Invaders in 1977. Yeah, that was a pretty addictive video game. Video game? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Stop throwing in your Simpsons references, dude. Never. Okay, Duke. Question one. Simpsons Are you reference. Ready? <laughs> Are you ready? According to yes. Pocket Gamer, Pac-Man. I don't think this is true, but it's fun. <laughs> Pac-Man. I don't think it is at all. It was originally aimed at which demographic? A, women because they eat a lot. B, people that don't like ghosts. C, single men over 30 because they've got nothing better to do. Or D, aliens. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's true either, but women because they eat a lot? That's correct, according to uh, Pocket Gamer. 
That All sounds right. like hogwash, but hey, yeah, whatever. It's worth the point. It's worth the point. Okay, uh, what was the first game to appear on a postage stamp? Was it A, Halo, B, Modern Warfare 2, C, Pac-Man, or D, Defender? Pac-Man. Incorrect. Actually, Defender, in the wow. year 2000, the USA Postal Service included a 33-cent 30, stamp showing two children playing the Atari 2600 version of Defender. Why did they choose Defender? That's so dumb. So, I don't know. It was the Celebrate the, the Defender Super- lobby, man. They were like, hey, we're advocating for Defender. <laughs> okay. Uh, I like uh, Defender. It's a great game. Don't get me wrong. It just doesn't seem like hey, the first hey, one. Hey, 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 there's a quiz going on, not a podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. All uh, right. Okay. Question three. <laughs> oh god, what was I thinking when I got one of these? Right, uh, Mario. <laughs> drunk when you wrote this quiz. <laughs> Mario, Link, um, Bowser Jr. are all left-handed. True or false? False. That's incorrect. They are really? True. He holds the sword in his left hand. They're, they're, no, this is right. He holds a shield in his right, and he uses oh, his sword right? as well. Wow, okay, okay. See, it I'll is from Miyamoto himself. He's ambidextrous, but usually favors his left hand, which is what I'm asking. Sinister, evil, left-handed people are evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, enlightenment and all that. Right, okay, question four. Mario, these, again, I must have been smoking pot when I got with this question. <laughs> Mario has a moustache because, A, when Miyamoto visited Italy, he noticed that a lot of men had moustaches. B, because Mario was too small to draw lips onto. C, Miyamoto planned to create a whole series of games with moustached men. Or D, Mario is a homo. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone knows only homosexual. (laughs) Just to warn you, you you need this point to decide. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure that I've seen somewhere that uh, the graphics weren't advanced enough. It was too small to draw lips on him. That's correct. That is correct. Which, which means I have to scrounge Wikipedia for a toy <laughs> question because it's a tie. Uh, so yeah, that's Duke with seven points and Hunter with seven. It's neck and neck. It's like as it gets. Uh, yes. so, so I'll just stall for a second. <laughs> and while oh. you're stalling, here's a special interlude. <laughs> oh. Okay. You got one yet? Uh, no, no, I haven't. Okay. Well, let's uh, talk about Defender some more then. That was a good <laughs> yeah. game, man. Stu, you ever played Defender? Uh, yeah, I've played Defender. Yeah, I definitely That's played that game. back in the day. It was hard. I remember never doing All very right, well. All right, shut up, Defender. Defender. No one cares. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how Mario, are we going to do this? Gonna, is it 64. closest to? Yeah, the closest to. Okay. Mario 64... Is a game, people. If you didn't, yes, know. that's true. <laughs> I win. <laughs> it was released uh, in America in 1996, in the month of September. Uh, but who can guess the the actual day? So Duke, uh, you go first. So if you I get close to two, who can get it? Guess the eighth. Eighth and Hunter. Uh, had to be a Tuesday. We got Rain Man calculations going on here. Let's see, 1996. <laughs> the 14th. Hunter is the closest with... What was it? Yeah, 
September the 26th. So wow. he was both quite a way off, but Hunter was the closest. He was the uh, way off. So, yeah. there you go. Hunter is the winner. The challenge has been taken. Yes. Hunter has claimed it. Duke, that means you're off oh. the podcast forever. Yeah, can, off, we'll just can I still post on the website at no. least? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's it. All right, I'll send you the passwords to take it over soon. A uh, round of applause for Hunter. Well done. Hey. Well done, thank sir. You, thank you, thank you. Any any winning words you want to inspire the people who want to join in stupid quizzes on podcasts, Hunter? <laughs> Never be afraid. Never take anything for granted. They are always here. There you, there you go. go. Is, that, is that a beautiful quote from something, or did that just magically come to your head? It magically came to me. Yeah, so Excellent. Amazing. You should write a book full of inspiring quotes. That's right. Uh, Oh, I'll be the first to buy it. Yeah, there you go. Stu, it's all yours again. You're yeah, thank you. Room. Thank you. Well, hey, well done, Hunter. Well done, Hunter. There. And yeah, yeah, thanks for coming on. So, yeah, well, I'd like to say, if anybody else wants to try a challenge, you know, we're always, uh, yeah, welcome for challenges, should, I think. You should ask Hunter what he's been playing and what he's up to. Yeah, well, actually, yeah, funnily enough, I, oh, I was to ask him that. I was very just about to. Oh, right, because sorry. he's been playing something <laughs> that I nearly rented and didn't. So it would be, oh, he, ah, it would be oh, nice oh, to get cool. his views on that. So, oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, Hunter, do you want to give us some quick views on Bioshock 2? Because I know you've been playing it. Oh, honestly, that game is better than the first. What? Whoa. Did you like the first one a lot when you played it? Yes, I did. I played the first one at least six times through. Wow. And this is even better, huh? Yes. Okay, I'm on my second. I'm on my second playthrough right now, and I'm trying to be evil. Oh, so, so 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 what's the basic yeah. idea? Like it's six years after. The Remember fall no wraps. spoilers. Remember no spoilers, except well, for the first hour of the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's 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 really weird because you actually show up in front of a vial chamber, uh, and you wake up and there's a little sister in front of you. I'm thinking, ooh, you know, Adam. No, it actually it introduces as soon as you wake up it introduces the little sister to you and how evil they are you go all the way through like the basic beginning where you're learning your controls your melee attacks you start out with the best weapon in the game honestly which is the drill that seems to be the most useful weapon in the entire game Mm. and they have a different uh, research system on there too instead of taking a picture of an action, like on the first one, you actually have to run a video, like a video recording. Okay. And you have to kill that monster or the splicer that you're fighting. They introduce a whole new version of the spider splicer, which is actually more aggressive and more deadly than the old. God. They introduce uh, a brute splicer, which is basically like a steroid-induced splicer who uses no other abilities but brute force, which is really nice. Because if you hit them before they charge you, which will help you out, you can stop their attack, which is very useful when you're in a pinch. The Houdini splicers are just as much crap as they used to be, moving in and out and throwing fireballs at you. But they teleport faster. But there's a trick to fighting the Houdini Splicers. If you have one of the newer weapons they have, which I won't ruin it for you, 
which is a basically a sticky weapon. You can watch where they go, and they explode. Ah, yeah, that's cool. So the story's good, too. Oh, the story's beautiful. Uh, What I want to know is, right, you've got a drill on your right arm, but you also hold guns. Where does the drill go when you're holding a gun? You know, I'm really not sure. (laughs) (laughs) I think he stuffs it in his utility ass. Um, Yeah. It's magic. (laughs) So what you're saying is, you you stuff a drill up your own arse in that game. Uh, you can put that on the back of the box. <laughs> yeah, you've got to, yeah, I just I find that very confusing. Like because you that image you have of a big daddy, right? You know, like he's always got that drill. Like I can't imagine him holding the gun for me. Like, I just still like the whole point of Bioshock One is like you just this ordinary guy, and then there's more to it, obviously, but. Being a daddy, does that being a big daddy does that take away from the story, or does it add to the story? Is what I want to know. Actually, it adds a lot more to the story because the character you play is the original Alpha series Big Daddy, right? Which so the first ever one, I guess. Right. Right. Huh. And the, I, I won't ruin the story for you because it explains a lot about how he showed up to be a big daddy. Okay. I, I can tell you, I, I can tell you right now, without ruining the story, he didn't have a choice. Mm. Okay. Right. But well, a... I'm intrigued. Like, I, I'm yeah, gonna I must admit, I'm going to pick it up this week and give it a shot. So I'm definitely going to do it. I think you've intrigued us, Hunter. You've intrigued yeah, us. Intrigued. We're intrigued. Giving us some definite answers rather than the sort of mealy-mouthed stuff we've been getting from other people. So thank yeah. you for doing that. There's another beautiful thing about it, too. Remember how whenever you would upgrade a plasmid on the first one, which would just give you more damage or longer stun time if you shocked them? Mm-hmm. Now yeah. they give you special abilities with it. Like you upgrade lightning to stage two, and it gives you chain lightning. Nice. You upgrade it to stage three, you get a continuous thunderbolt from your hand while you're wailing with them with the drill or anything else. Oh dear. Cool. Mm. Sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's yeah. definitely going to be worth a go, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Changing up the plasmids. Sounds yeah. good. Indeed. Indeed. Are you going to hang around with us to the end of the show? Do some shout outs? Uh, no, I'd love to. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have a couple of emails. Now, one, I'm hoping you can shed some light on uh, Duke because we had a, a sort of, email off Major Chavez and I didn't quite understand. I'm assuming something went on when you were talking to him or something. I, or maybe, maybe I guess. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember to be honest. It's been a while now. but Alright, here, you want me to read it? Yeah, go for it. Okay, real quick. Uh, so this is from uh, Major Chavez and he wrote to the Veteran Gamers site and he wrote, I'm not going to try to do an accent because apparently that's the subject of the email. Yeah. About how hard my accents are, which they are. I'll be all of it. I'll be the first to admit, except when I'm doing the Southern United States, I can do that pretty well sometimes. Anyway. Uh, hello, veteran gamers. Major Chav here. First of all, I would like to thank you for the lovely shout-out you gave me. It made me jump up and down and scream like a little girl. Thankfully, I was hoovering my house at the time and wasn't on the bus, which is the usual time I listen to podcasts. Now, Duke. Dookie, dookie, dear Duke. You may do your horrible impression of an English person all you like, but please don't associate it with any of the other parts of the United Kingdom. The Northern Irish accent is, in my view, ten times worse sounding than any of the other accents in the UK. I cringe when I hear some steak 
and I's answer to the Chav on the TV, usually on the Jeremy Kyle show. So oh, please yeah. refrain from assuming we all sound the same because we don't. I don't do a Paris Hilton impression to describe you, do I? No, I didn't think so. Which is fair because I don't sound <laughs> anything like her and I, I just, I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. To... I don't know. Just a minute. Just a minute. There just say, kid, say I mean, a few things and I'll see if I can envisage it. Just go for it. Ooh, that's <laughs> hot. You know, that sounded just like her. I thought she was here. I have a little chihuahua dog in my purse. Actually, that's very good. That's a bit I creepy. made a sex tape and shot with night vision cameras. Yeah, that really is creepy now. Just, just move on with the email. <laughs> also, Northern Ireland isn't it that bad. Yes, there are burnt out buildings, and yes, you can't really leave your house on the night of 11th July. <laughs> there maybe riots, and cars have been burnt. But it's mostly a reasonably nice place to live. It never ceases to amaze me that when you tell someone you're from Northern Ireland, they can react a bit startled and almost a bit scared. I guess they've never seen one without a balaclava on. <laughs> Anywho, I've gone on too long, but before I go, I might as well ask a question related to gaming. Is gaming a recently popular thing with your friends, i.e., do you discuss games with them and things like that? I'll let us respond before we go on to that. Hunter, is it a recent thing? Or do you, have you talked about games with your friends for years? Uh, since I got my first Nintendo, actually. Oh, wow. So you've always hang around gamers and talk to them about it? Yeah, and I also try to introduce games to people who haven't thought about playing them. Well, there yeah. you go. But I think, it, didn't, he, didn't he do a proviso saying you're non-gaming friends? On yeah. Uh, well, we can assume that. I don't see that in Yeah, the I, I think he was... Yeah, I'm assuming he means... Okay. Non-gaming. So, Stu, do you talk about games in your non-gaming? Fucking hell! Do you reckon he does? No, never. I never do. I never do that. <laughs> oh, what are you going to do this weekend, Stu? Oh, dude, heavy rain comes out. Oh, it's going to be brilliant. What heavy? What? Get a like. <laughs> yeah, do you know you're you do out in the you, rain? That's not healthy. You're gonna you do still sort of get that. I have to say. Jenny, uh, do, do you talk yeah. about games in your non-gaming friends? Um. Uh, <laughs> trying to think so, of. Any friends that I have that don't play games, uh, or yeah. any friends that I have, to be honest. Uh, well, you said you talk with your snooker friends, and they all play games. You no, didn't realize they, they all don't. No, I mean the, the, there's definitely like a couple of lads uh, uh, who play snooker that kind of play games. You know, the, yeah. the, I do have a few friends that kind of play games. They dip in and out, and they they always ask me like, you know, what, what should I get and stuff. And uh, uh, that's about as far as I go. If, if if somebody doesn't have have no interest in games, I I, I just usually just leave them alone. Yeah. I talk yeah. about fence panels or whatever they like to talk about. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's I do. I mean, you know, I hang around panels. a lot of teachers. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, it's we're always good. talking about like stories and movies and yeah. stuff. And so I always bring games into those discussions because there's a lot of things that people don't know about, and I try to shed light, you know, and be like, hey, look, here's the good redeeming things about games. And yeah, stuff, but so. I'm sure that teachers and people are interested in stories. Would be open to kind of like some new concepts like oh in this game like they they'll never come across it and they'll go oh that's right, an interesting right. idea for a story in yeah, in a game yeah. that's cool yeah. So, yeah. right uh, so Chavez ends in my case I don't at all they scorn it and mock me for it which is why I don't tell the presumably supposed to be them I haven't been known to ply World of Warcraft and I mean non online friends obviously well done and keep up the good work on the podcast Peter Major Chavez. Thank yeah. you for the email, dude. Sorry for uh, doing the dumb accent. I'll refrain in the future from doing your accent. When to make sure oh, you don't like my accent. Uh, I like to burn things. Right, <laughs> uh, continue yourself, tell Jukey Jukey. And we have another email, don't we, which I've sent to Ginny to read. Yeah, we've sent another quick um, one. 
Hey guys, if you bring Hunter on the show, I will never listen to the podcast again. No, <laughs> really? All right. Only joking, only joking. joking. Um, right, this is from Matthew Dawkins. I don't know if he wants to be to say his full name, but I have now. Right, uh, <laughs> hey guys, just thought I would ask um, if you have heard anything about I Am Alive. Uh, I can't find much on it, and it it has an April release that looks like it could yeah, be. That's more. that's not going to happen. So he thinks he, any, like, yeah, I am alive. Um, I think we heard about it last August ish, and it's still coming. It's still being made, but I think uh, it's it's not. It's never going to come out in April. Maybe not this year. Uh, I mean, E three is a possible possible for I am alive, but. No, it's been. I've I've heard recently, not so long ago, that it's been put on hold. Yeah, so I mean, it's been put on hold. It's still it's coming, so cool. but it's been put on hold. Apparently, they've been they've been concentrating everything into Splinter Cell. Yeah. So so it's oh, been another so, one. Yeah. 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 Just, so it's been I, put I, on I, the back burner. By E3, Splinter Cell will be out. So you think, well, what will they have next? I mean, and also. It's yeah. too soon to t- for them to talk about Assassin's Creed. And, and the other the other reason I've heard that it's been put on hold is because they're going to use uh, the Splinter Cell engine. So the new engine they developed to make yeah. Splinter Cell, they're going to transfer that over to I Am Alive. One, one thing's for sure, though, mate, it's never going to come out in April. Yeah, if, if, you out. Wanna, if you yeah. want a game in April, play Red Dead Redemption, because that's probably going to be the best. That is coming out. <laughs> uh, in April. Right, and he goes on to say, uh, also, what do you think of the new Splinter Cell? <laughs> uh, the last known position, ghosting... Uh, the marketing for a series of events, and the massive emphasis on co-op. Uh, Hunter, what do you think of uh, Split Cell, the upcoming Split Cell? Are you excited? Not really. I didn't care for the first one. But no. this is a different Split Cell. It's like it's like 24, man. Have you seen the videos on it or anything? No, actually, no. Ah, I reckon you should check them out. Uh, Duke, what do you think? Meh. <laughs> right. All right, fuck on. you two. Go on, ask me. Ask me. Ask me. All right, Stu, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> You're left. Okay. Yeah. No. Can I just? Can I just? Yeah. Can I just say I've heard that the the co-op is in the prologue, isn't it? It's not the actual yeah. main game. No. 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 It, no. No. Uh, That's what uh, I've heard. Is that? Uh, right? uh, 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 You've done it against you. Yeah, correct you part, me, correct me. Partial listen to something and then got all excited and dumped around your room. All right, okay. The story to the co-op yeah. is yeah. the events before the, the main campaign. Yeah, yeah, so it's so a problem. Two different, the two different game modes, but you don't like play as a... Uh, like you play that first and then the game, or it's just a little thing. It's a fully fleshed out. Yeah, but if it's a prologue, you play that prior a... to the main campaign. Surely that's no, what no, I'm you don't, you don't. No, I mean you don't have to. Like, how many like Set prequels are... in the timeline as exactly. well? Yeah, I mean, it... prologue, prologue indicates a tiny little section before the main text. Exactly. There you go. Which is not what it is. Then when they shouldn't call it a prologue, then should they? It's a prequel. Yeah, whatever. It's just the events before. Like, if you're if you're reading into the story and you think, "Oh, what happened here?" Like, oh, and and you apparently you play one of one of, you play one of the bad guys in the main campaign. What so happened? They're waiting for two hours for the guy to come along, and then he jumps yeah. out of the box and stabs you, and that's it. Uh, shut up, Duke. Yeah, uh, what happened? What happened to the days when a when a co-op game was a co-op game and you played through the game so, in co-op? You know co-op. what you're saying there. And you men were like, men. Dogs with You're saying old, right? So shut up. I know. Uh, well, you what, know what happened to that? What happened to that? You could oh, just that suddenly, suddenly, every co-op has to be an added extra and what not part to of the main game. Where you yeah. well, but wait, wait, wait. Well, when they put co-op or multiplayer on Resident Evil Five or Bioshock, we're just like, ah, it's just added on. 
No, ah, the, but the Bioshock, the multiplayer in Bioshock, it's prequel. It's like the the war. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if it's not a full isn't experience, it? then we're not happy. If it is a full experience, we're not happy. Man, when are we not happy when it's a full? I'm not happy. Look, Resident Evil <laughs> Five was really good in co-op. I'm just not happy. Well, the Bioshock, <laughs> well, the Bioshock uh, multiplayer, there is a prologue to it. It gets you ready to go into the fight. Well, there you go. There you go. You see, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I, Actually, I think I it's talking about that. like a log that's uh, achieved past its amateur status, and now it's a professional. It's a prologue. Yeah, prologue. Yeah, log pro. Whatever. I think we should move on. Yeah, yeah. I think we should move on. Is it? Right, is there email? Yeah, yeah, there is. Shut up. No, no, no. Um, I will Hard say. Read my... it. Shut the right. <laughs> I will say that my favorite multiplayer games of all times have to be Ghost Recon and uh, Wonder Now. There are beat being released. Uh, I think he's talking about the the new announcement of Ghost Recon coming up. Yes, uh, of there's the nothing in release. it. The the future soldier. If there's any, uh, he was just wondering if we knew anything about it, any rumors uh, about that. So anybody know about Ghost Recon? There's a trailer it? teaser, not even a trailer up on uh, the Xbox Live thing. I downloaded it and then I was like, why did I waste my time downloading this? It tells me nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no uh, info at the uh, moment. Uh, E3, E3, that's where he's going to be. The rumours from the video are Harry Potter-style cloaking sheets and uh, (laughs) it being in Mexico again. So, yeah, I think Ubisoft (laughs) actually hate Mexico because every game, uh, you know, Rainbow Six, uh, Ghost Recon, and some other games that I can't think of, they're they're all about killing Mexicans. So, you know, why not? (laughs) Uh, Okay, so that's... uh, All right, thanks, Matt. Brackets, all praise to me. Thank you, Mr. Dawkins, for the email. There you go. There you go. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, woo. Uh, it's time to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. So, yes. uh, yeah. No one Better. shout out Hunter because that's too obvious because he's yeah. on the pot. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll have Hunter first. Go on, Hunter. Give us some shout-outs. You should shout well, yourself out, dude. It would be so fun. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Give a shout-out to myself for winning that uh, <laughs> challenge. Yeah. Woo. woo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve that. Uh, <laughs> no, you did a good job. Well done, sir. We appreciate well it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I give a shout out to Deathlicon, uh, Elite Firehawk, uh, two friends of mine in the UK, uh, Maichi Chinny, of course, for having me. Stu and Duke, of course. It sounded like oh, gave birth like, to you then for having you, really. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he did announce me. We've been <laughs> talking true. about this for about a week. Yeah, that yeah. is true. <laughs> well, uh, that's about it for me. Okay. Uh, Chini? I'd like to shout out uh, the Mexican killing Ubisoft people for providing me with Assassin's Creed 2. It's, it's, uh, it's a fine thing. Uh, and uh, Hunter <laughs> for uh, coming on the show. Duke for taking part. Stu for hosting the podcast. Does a great job. And um, me for being me. Oh, I've, got, no, I've got I've got no shout I've just shouted out everybody on the podcast <laughs> and Ubisoft. It's all yeah. done. Uh, yeah. So um, Stu, go instead of Duke. Oh, changing the order. Oh, he's okay. taking control. He's going rogue. <laughs> Sarah Palin. Um, yeah, we've uh, we've got a new review. That's iTunes. <gasps> I thought I'd just quickly mention that, as I always I'm do. With I'm on reviews. the fucking edge of my bloody fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. um, and he's basically entitled Excellent. And that is yeah. it. Five stars uh, by Highwayman7. 
Mm. Well, thank you, Highwayman7. And he says, great podcast, good mix of news, banter, and retro gaming chat. Yay. So there you go. So <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Cheers, thank mate. Spell that. Yes. I'd also like to point people in the direction of vghub.net to get all the other podcasts that are associated with us. So, uh, yeah. Also, what about if uh, someone wants to email the show? And please? yes, if you want an email read out like we've just done, uh, what would be uh, the address for that, Duke? Uh, I don't know. Calling uh, <laughs> you at fable3.com. <laughs> no, it's podcast at veterangamers.co.uk. You go to our website, veterangamers.co.uk, on the interwebs, and there's a link right there. You just click it, and you can email the show. So well, either way, uh, look us up, and come go. check out all the cool stuff we have on the site as well. There you go. And I'd also like to thank our two people who sent in emails, which was all yeah. praise to me and Major Chavez. So there you go. There you go. And on to you, Duke. Okay, quickly, I'd like to thank Visceral Gamer, uh, Visceral Games, the people who made Dante's Inferno, because Visceral. I have a student who came to me recently, and he was like, have you heard about Dante's Inferno? It's coming out soon. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, have you ever read the book? Because I'm always doing that. Like, have you read the book? You read the book? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, he pulls it out of his bag. He goes, I'm reading it right now. I was like, wow. Yes. So well, it was so cool. cool. And, and I know for a fact he probably never would have read it without the game. So, wow. you know, if nothing else, the game has gotten us to, I mean, to read the book. And the game has cool. boobs from the start. It's <laughs> exactly. violent. It's dumb. Right, right. Uh, it's a it's a rip off of another game. But <laughs> yeah. hey, it caused one kid it to read a book. A kid to read a book. Never exactly. read. He's probably never well, read. So good. There is a book. Yeah, I know. There's a book. Um, there's also apparently graphic novels about Modern Warfare 2, which I'm eager to read. It's called Ghost. It's all about yeah, guess what? So. Uh, yeah. No, it's about Ghost. Anyway, <laughs> I'd also like to thank Big Smooth Eight. Uh, he her, and we were hanging out and uh, doing just sitting on the show. And then, uh, yeah, uh, also the people who hang out at the Veteran Gamer site, and they post a lot of comments and stuff, and uh, they're hanging out in the chat box and whatnot. Marcanics, CPM, Skullduggerer, yeah. Fat Waster, Murphy's Law, Cognitio, Quanrian's been around a little bit, and other everybody else who's there. Thanks for coming by. Sorry, I hope it's not crashing no more. We made some fixes, so hopefully that cleaned that up. And, a lot uh, of people do comment on our little posts. So it's it's just, true. We appreciate that. We, cool. we, we do like people telling us that we're just terrible. So thanks yep, a lot. Yep, yep, I, and yep. That's not sarcastic as well. I like it when people try and <laughs> tell me that I'm rubbish. It's great. Exactly. I, I, I love the fact that they take the time out to comment on yeah. our little lot. And thanks to everybody who listens to the show. We appreciate it. We do this for you people, so let us know where you're at. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Mission Evolution is coming out soon as well. What yes. the hell? Yeah, what that is that? Thing. Yeah, that one. What, what is it? that? <laughs> Front Mission Evolution. You, you never played Front Missions? Uh, you start, you start to say like Duke, or right? if we if we haven't seen or played or heard something that he's played, what? Uh, what is it? Enlighten us. Well, Front Mission used to be a turn-based strategy using mechanized units. You had melee rockets, you know, all the fun toys. Oh, whoa, now, whoa, 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 just a minute. He just said the term turn-based. Turn-based, woo, yeah. turn-based. What is no, it, front, front mission what? Front, front mission? Front mission evolution. It's going to be just like Armored Core, but like half the speed. It's going to be beautiful. Oh, they yeah. use all the fun toys from the old games. You have things bigger than the Chrome Hound secret weapon, the trash can turtle thing, uh, things like that in is the game. A, oh, it's a mech game. When yes. you're a mech and stuff, Murphy's Law would jizz in his pants about mech. <laughs> he loves mechs. I believe uh, the title is Front Mission Evolved. That's coming. It out. is evolved. Yeah. Yeah, well, but anyway. correct. 
Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I've just never heard of that game now, ever. Can I, so can I, can I just say, on that bombshell, because that, that was a bombshell, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't for know me, that. I didn't know. Know. <laughs> On that bombshell, it's time to get the hell out of here. So, uh, yeah. ta-ta. Ta-ra. <laughs> Morgan, come back. <laughs> Have a good one. I'm going to go finish that freaking game, man. Won't you? Won't you? Won't you? Won't you? Won't you? Just switch off a television set and go and do something less boring instead. Sit in my home, watch TV, turn it up, smoke good to me.